The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Really? Oh, really? Where'd you hear that? There's some justice in this world? You made it up. Dude, we beat those savages down uh, so, we can, so we can put our pipes wherever the fuck we want. This is Trump's America. Don't leave Steve. a TP standing, I believe, were the lines. <laughs> My brother yelled out last week. There aren't enough tears. Like, I hate everything political, but the poor Native Americans, it's like, come on, man. Right. We just kept moving them. It's like, oh, no, you get Oklahoma, and it's like, wait, there's what? Oil. Uh, tell me more about this oil. Oh, we can use that? All right. North, North Dakota for you guys. <laughs> like, well, it just sucks up here. We're like, perfect. And then it's like, well, we need it again. Why? Same oil. This time we're pumping that shit from Canada. Oh, uh, shit. But the ghost of Charlie Hill's up there fucking scalping motherfuckers, so. Yay, Charlie Hill. So did they... I just saw something that said the Army Corp of Engineers or whatever. Has, yeah, they did. They refused to, to approve it. So, oh, that's oh, awesome. That's amazing so, to hear. This it's is good news. good to go until I'm sure Trump takes office. Then he's like, no, all the oil. And then they're like, but it's not safe. He's like, don't care about safety. Put two pipelines in. <laughs> My kids will run it. What? Yeah. <laughs> but you don't own it now. Well, what yet. was so frightening is that during the whole election that Hillary didn't mention it. Obama hasn't done no nothing. Nobody cares. Yeah, he uh, approved it, They're but I assholes. think he approved it. All of them. Well, I think it's the soon one as you, way. As soon as you were like, I'll run for it. office, your soul just leaves. I can't wait. <laughs> President <laughs> Ingram dead. <laughs> for your soul, dead with his head. <laughs> I've been waiting my whole life to say that. It just rolls off. We're the top. bringing it back. <laughs> the hanging president. <laughs> Swamp fever. That would work perfect. Damn if I know. Uh, damn if I know. Yeah, um, so they're rerouting it, I guess. Thank so goodness. Rerouting it, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Put it back through the <sighs> white neighborhood. We can stand to lose some white folk. Amen. Especially northern <laughs> quasi-Canadian whites. <laughs> Quasi. We don't need them. I guarantee they're all nice as fuck up there. It's d- just going despicable. This You're going Where to you North go? Dakota? Calgary. Oh, oh, Canada. So oh, nice. Canada. Jesus. You said it, Ricky. <laughs> Jesus. You know there's regional variances to their Chinese food? I, I mean. They have a dish up there called ginger beef. It's the best kind of Chinese food ever. Oh. I'm serious. That's a fat guy's Chinese food expert opinion. Canadian Chinese? I don't think so. So now they're. Hang them. Chinese Canadians. <laughs> a lot of Chinese Canadians. Like they're all over there. There's a ton of them. Are we doing the podcast now? I think so. Okay. We Let's can start whenever. Oh, okay. I'm just talking shit. I, I got a notification on my phone. I'm like, oh shit. And I looked at it. And it's like pipeline. I'm like, what the fuck? Someone signed that's me up. That's finally this really good news if that's true. No. Yeah, that's true. I, I always have to be careful when I repeat the news though because I always get it wrong. Same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey guys. Such a morning. More. Uh, guys, this is Trump's America. You don't have to get the news right. That's true. It's just about you what you want it, it to up. be. That's right. Make it up as Yo, you go What's along. this whole thing where they're saying uh, we're outlawing fake news? 
That's Isn't all, just about all the news fake? The news is now run out of groundlings. Like when so, CNN yeah, came out. Did bullshit. you see that guy on CNN when all the WikiLeaks were burying Clinton? Yeah. And he was like, uh, it's Ill- that's all lies. And if you look at it, you'll go to jail. It's illegal. <laughs> You're not even allowed to read WikiLeaks. And I was like, what? Is it- I makes think sense. I honestly think I'm going to wake up at some point and it's going to be 1996 again. And this is all, it's all been a dream. Like a new heart situation? Yes. Because I feel I like so. I'm in an alternate universe. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think it's all fucking terrible. And I think in a faith Where have all the good times gone? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm imagining you in stonewashed jeans with a boombox for some reason. Yes. <laughs> and you're, you and Jimbo are walking to an arcade. Hell yeah. And you're like, you have my mom's quarters? Yeah, I cash them in. We have, we have $20 in quarters. Uh, yeah. Well, well Jimbo... Jimbo would have been physically accosting me in public. That was, that was his thing. It's Big Brother's job. Yeah. We went to church. The whole point, which is a, a rare occasion, but if we went, his whole purpose was just to try and make me laugh. Yeah, so but that, I was just going to, just my Big Brother's move. He have would have to. the laugh coming out like this. He would be like, <gasps> and then stop. And then I would go, <laughs> hey, knock it off. And then I got in trouble. And my yeah. brother would always act like he was going to laugh like, <laughs> Like that and stop. Yeah, whatever they sang, yeah, I'd look over. My brother would just be going, oh. <laughs> making these stupid <laughs> faces. Church laughs are the best. My older brother used to lip sync and nod like he was being sincere, like on classic, like, like the old like you ever see this like nineteen sixty like family entertainment where oh, they yeah. bring out like those ladies with big hair and they'd sing and my brother would go. Like Lawrence Welk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that sort of My mom would still it. watch it. it. My mom still watches Still it. on. She's watching the VHS. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the Kurgan's got it. Go in there, warm Turn your taste. Grab a cup of cheers. <laughs> Is on? My poor nephew, little Billy. He's 13 now, and that's, <laughs> he age. loves little Lawrence Welk. He, my grandma. Are you sure he does, or is he just no? Trying to my be nice? grandma used to make him watch it. Queer he would nephew. dance to it, and he loved it. Like it was is, just is little Billy. Little Billy, a little is, silly. No, little Billy is quite not silly. He's quite the ladies' man. They all show yeah. up at his football games. So was Fre- so was Fred yeah. Astaire. Am yeah. I right, guys? I don't even know who that is. I'm just going to agree. <laughs> He was a fancy dancer. Yeah, just, for whatever reason, I just got the image of Mike Mike, Mike Myers as Steve Gourmet as Frank Sinatra. He's like, whatever you say, Frank. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. One of the best sketches of all time. Sinbad O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, it was a classic. That show was so good. It really was. And now I'm watching it uh, just going, I can't believe Trump's right. Oh, this, this shit. Sh- most of this shit is fucking terrible. I haven't seen it. I saw Chappelle's monologue. Loved Which was it. great. Yeah. I saw that and then everything else this year. I like I all really. the silly stuff. <gasps> I mean, Baldwin's going, look, just taking it too far. Yeah. But that's I love the Tom to Hanks okay. sketch. I saw the black chair. I saw the two videos this year that went viral. But yeah. I haven't watched a full episode since Farley was the guest host. Good. Oh, wow. I don't 20 think 20 years. Have God rest his soul. Wow. 19 years. I watched a is few. It? My wife watches 96. it for work. 97. So if I'm home, which isn't that often because I'm usually doing shows here or whatever, but um, I've watched a couple episodes where I was just like, when we were on vacation or whatever, I was just like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> and it, maybe it's maybe it's just not for us. That's yeah, part of it. Because I mean, I yes. loved it when I was like 14. Correct. So maybe there's 14-year-olds now are watching it going, oh, I love how they're not being funny, but clever-ish. Yeah. You know what I think, though? I think I did a podcast once when we were talking about how like Saturday Night Live kind of sucks now, kind of. Yeah. 
and pro wrestling kind of sucks now. Hey, hey. And then it came oh. up in the conversation, <laughs> like maybe would you like, dude, you're not 11. Yeah. Right. But I forget who it was. I saw it like on pro wrestling and they're like, well, when was the last time you saw a wrestling t-shirt out in public? They're like, when the Stone Cold shirt, when the Attitude Era was going, he was like, you couldn't yeah. go to an amusement park and not see. That's true. The, well, yeah. Well, that's amusement park. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. I threw that in. I threw that level in because I'm like, where would you find the most? There's nothing better than seeing a fat dad on vacation. Yeah. Like, should I rock the Stone Cold look? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, just I'm one try. of the kids. <laughs> Guys, I'm breaking cool out the, the NWO Wolfpack shirt for tonight. Like, dad, we don't know what that means. My brother Charlie rushes home to watch Monday Night Raw. There's still a lot of dudes here he that watch it. it. They, yeah. they keep trying to tell, oh, you got to get back into it. I keep going, I saw a man die. I'll never watch it again. That was. I will never watch it again. I can't believe you Oh, no, there. but there's some great stuff that, hey, yeah, it's not great. It's no longer great. The magic of it is dead. The magic, the mystery's gone. Yeah. Have you ever heard Jim Cornette, Jim Cornette talk about pro wrestling now? No. It's probably the best thing. On, it's probably the best thing on YouTube. Okay. What? Where he just goes, at, he was like, it's not about wrestling anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he just poops on everything. He, he's great. Everything about him. Cornette was always yeah. great. So great. He was the used car salesman of wrestling managers. Oh, so good. And he gets it. He and was I'd like, buy it. He was awesome. It's not about wrestling anymore. I yeah, you have that. to. It's like, now it's just, it stinks. Yeah, it's not athletic. It's a soap opera, even more so. Even more storylines. Like my brother Charlie, I remember last week I was home. He's watching it in the basement. I go down. He goes, ah, girls are on. So he switched back to the Raiders. I was like, They're right. the only ones that can wrestle now. I went to Raw. I took some of my little buddies to Raw. And the only match I really liked was the women's match. It was awesome. Oh, really? Well, I agree with that because women are awesome. Uh, explain oh, the little sorry, buddies uh, because otherwise people are going to be like, what's up with what's... Sandusky? <laughs> he, uh... yeah. Well, Let's one of the guys out. is not little at all, but you know Luis, the comedian, who's probably sure. like 40? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, like because poor Luis. Oh, we're, awesome. tr we're still trying to get him a wheelchair. This is the, one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever been through. Because Luis is adorable. He's awesome. Yeah. Good guy. Um, he was born with cerebral palsy. And he's been a lifelong wrestling fan. And as I, I became closer friends with him, when he was a little boy, they didn't think he was ever going to talk. Oh, no. But when he talked, he was older. You know, I don't know, like five, six or right. whatever. But it came out as a straight Hulk Hogan promo, like word for word. Yes. He learned to talk by watching pro wrestling. Oh, so he would just loved watching wrestling. And then like one day he was like, hey, mom, what you going to do when I get a juice box? <laughs> and she was like, what? Holy <laughs> shit. So Luis... Was had a tough enough, born with CP in a wheelchair, moved out here on his own to follow his dream, which is like all the balls in the world. Jesus. Yeah. And then one night he was hit by a drunk driver while he was in his wheelchair. So the nonprofit I work with, Regular Hero, was trying to. I was like, you know what, dude? Let's do a big show because I thought he needed about fifteen grand. I figured five because I went online and I thought the wheelchairs were like five grand, ten grand. Higher. And I knew he was moving into a new apartment. I'm like. Help him yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, we get like fifteen grand together. We'll get the wheelchair, give him a couple bucks for a new yeah. coffee table, stock the fridge. Yeah, stock the fridge. Sure. And, uh, so Gabriel Glacius, God bless him, did a show for us at the Irvine Improv, gave us the whole check. Wow. Yeah, we made a ton of money. But the wheelchair, fifty five thousand dollars. Shit. Yeah. Jeez. We that's didn't make that much money. Everything. Yeah, that's like everything. It's, yeah. It's like a, it's like Buick. a car. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, sorry, I couldn't afford the wheelchair, but do have tickets to Raw. You want to call it a push? <laughs> so I took Luis and then my other buddy. Oh, this is great. My other buddy, Angelo, who's the sweetest kid ever. He's got spinal bifida, and he, but he's so awesome 
that he's now a spokesperson for Children's Hospital LA because he's one of those kids where like you clap after he's done. He's like perfect. Every he's right. awesome and he loves pro wrestling. So then I got him a ticket, right? And I know Johnny Locosto is super cool. He does all the stuff with regular oh, hero yeah. and he's a big wrestling fan. And I was like, two of us, two of them. It's gonna be awesome. So. Uh, we got hooked up through WWE marketing and they gave us like their their box seats. We get off the elevator and waiting right there is Sin Cara, who's one of Angelo's favorite wrestlers. Whoa. Perfect. So he meets Angelo, takes a picture, and then Johnny LaCosta looks at me. He's like, I don't know how you did that, but that was amazing timing. <laughs> what, was he just waiting there for us? I'm like, what are you, seven? No, that was just a coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> but, right. The Wait. Godfather, Steve Simone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Making things happen. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. The Godfather. I just, Great. you know, it's, I told the, on uh, Ari did a storyteller show, and I told the Fat James story about the dumbest question ever when he asked the guy in the wheelchair what, oh. what kind of accident it was. Oh, yeah. And I was like, James, he's got little pickle feet. There's no way that was an accident. <laughs> oh, my God. I, dro- I actually drove by the, the legendary Steve Simone fat james apartment as i was rushing over here just thinking about all the good times i had at a pizza party that you weren't at (laughs) (laughs) just me and old fat james what did we make you come over having belushi night (laughs) (laughs) we we only watched animal house we haven't even got into blues brothers yet yeah listen i really gotta go you can stay the night if you want remember the old belushi character on saturday night live the guest that wouldn't leave (laughs) That went right. Yeah. Can I make some long distance? James is in reverse. Yeah. You just wanted to get out. I was just like, I, I only came over because you've asked me every night and busted my balls for an hour every night, Holy and I just want it to end. Yeah. So I went over there. I'll order pizzas. I go, yeah, I can't eat that much pizza, but whatever. I, I can. I know you can. <laughs> just crushing through it. And the then poor thing. He was that guy. Like I've seen Animal House probably a hundred times in my life. <laughs> He's seen it well more than that, I would guess. <laughs> <laughs> but before every scene in the movie, oh, the, oh, here it comes, here it comes. <laughs> he uh, this is one of the most classic scenes. <laughs> he used uh, to do that. I know. Dude. When we lived together, I can't. I would just be so exhausted. I would have to go into. The, I would lock my door. We shared a one bedroom apartment. I got the bedroom. He got the parking spot. Baller. Because I, I didn't have a car. Yeah. I didn't have a car. James was like sounds like a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> right. But he would do. Why would he fall for that? <laughs> he just. He would laugh watching Friends because oh. he wanted no. to you to enjoy it with him. He'd be like, "Oh, it's a classic Joey moment. It's a classic Joey. No. Get out of here, I'm like James. I'm, I'm not coming cry. out. Yeah. I'm not going to scream anymore. I'm just going to cry. You're making my life a miserable hell. Tell me what happened with the donuts. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I say okay. Here's so sad. I'll ask you, so Eleanor, because I know what me. Rick's answer is going to be. Uh-oh. I want to be very delicate whenever I share stories about James. Okay. But like I know Rick and Ari be like, just tell the truth, blast them, make it funny. But yeah. it's because I loved him. But he would enjoy I, it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Because I remember once just looking at him and going, James, the whole reason we're here together is that one day I'm going to make my kids laugh telling them Fat James stories. Yeah. And he was like, you better? Yes. Yeah, yep. You, why don't we write a movie together? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put the donut story in. Yeah. Underline the part. Like he just had that beautiful <laughs> ability to just 
just not have it work. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, I remember when we were moving in, the day we moved in, he had the convertible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I had a box of my treasures at the time. I had one box of stuff that couldn't get messed up. It was like my birth certificate, my <laughs> passport, and then whatever sentimental pictures I had. The, but the only things I valued in the world, I'm like, James, this is the most important thing. I'm going to carry can't. this. We can't. So... As he knows, it's like it's like I have it handcuffed to my wrist, essentially. Right. right? So I put it on his car because I have to get a, another box. As I'm carrying the other box, I just hear he's putting he's putting the roof up on his car. Whoops! A daisy didn't see that there. And I'm like, you couldn't. Well, and then when we were carrying something, I was going backwards down the steps, and he's like, "Plenty of room. Two more steps. You got it, right?" And I'm going. I'm like, I have to trust him to see what because I can't see where I'm going. I'm go- I'm going in reverse. Okie doke. Four more steps, and then I fall down the steps, and I barely keep the couch. And he goes, "What you do that for? Go, what did I do that for? You're the one that was supposed to tell me. Oh, you got a point. You got a point. That's my bad." That is, I got my nervous. Bad, I said, what did you do that for? Because I, I know that was my fault. I'm sorry. What an oh asshole. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Like, I think about things you've been, yeah. roommates you've had, and I I get on my knees and start praying because I can Going to be a saint. You have no. to be sainted. No, you have to be no, canonized. No, I would have. No, no. I would have had the... No. Thickest rope woven to hang that guy. Or myself, right in front <laughs> Thick, of him. Thickest rope. <laughs> I would have done it. He drove me insane. I didn't even I hang out with him nice. that much and he drove me insane. I tried insane. being nice and it, it was one of those it's one of those Lex Luthor origin moments. I'm just like, <laughs> you know what? I, I really tried and... And it just it it backfired completely. I was just like, I'm gonna have to murder this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. It's the only possible answer. How different was the comedy store during those years? It, it was a it was a fantastically dark and desolate place, right? But but it was. I mean, it but legitimately it seemed like it was just our dive bar. It was just the largest. It was a dive bar with so many unused rooms that. It, yeah. it was basically like a, a speakeasy. Ran yeah. the asylum. And yeah, that yeah. Was like it. I, I can't even like I'm trying to think back, but like because it's so different now. Now the best comedians in the world. You remember yeah. there would be lineups with nobody with any credits at all. Yeah, they were all Mitzi's favorites. And now it's just all stars. <laughs> yeah. If you get on the lineup, it's just like oh, I'm very grateful for going up whenever you'll have me. Yeah, I, I think my spot's at twelve fifteen tonight. I'm thrilled. I don't care. Yeah, There's I'm six just ha- people here. I don't exactly. Care. I don't care either. Yeah, but and every room is full. Yeah, mm-hmm. but back then, like, wasn't were we open? Yeah, didn't we have a foosball table upstairs with oh, Jim yeah. Painter sweating? Yeah, playing the that? foosball table got taken away like two weeks before I started working here. Polly okay. took oh. it away because no one was covering the doors because all the doormen were up playing. Foosball. There was nobody selling there- tickets. Nobody on the doors. Like. Customers would just show up and be like, hello, There was two things going on. The foosball table and Dice was filming that reality show that eventually became Dice Undisputed. Oh, is that really what was sort of like the soft pilot for that show? Yeah, he kept filming. He would make Mike Black fall down the steps and then- Ari would do the skateboard trick. Yeah, Red is Easy was supposed to be selling (laughs) tickets. Did you see Ari do the skateboard thing? I mean, I've seen Ari do the skateboard thing. (laughs) What year did you get here? I showed up in uh, That's our question for 2002, you. Okay. and uh, I did open mics, and I started working here in April of 2003. 
Yeah, because like you just seem like right away you fit in. Yeah, I mean, I was I was on the open mic list, with the exception of Danish and O'Neill. It was just a bunch of homeless, homeless. vagabonds. <laughs> so I kind of I, I moved through the the ranks quickly because people were like, "Hey, that guy's not drinking his pee. Let's, <laughs> let's give him a job." <laughs> you tend to stand out. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I mean, I I, I had oh, an entire array of great Will Ferrell impressions that I, was I remember doing. the Harry Carey. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and and I just remember crushing because I don't remember because, the impressions because oh, War, Warlock would be the only person yes. in the room, and I'd be up there doing Harry Carey. Ah, do it again, but this time make it. And then he would tell me whatever he wanted me to have Harry Carey do. I'm just like <laughs> the whole crowd's asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just get off stage and be like another great night at the comedy store. I was just so happy to not be in Kansas and yeah, I, be doing I, this. Yes. So yeah. like I knew people back there that I started a county with that were like, yeah, I just got a job answering phones at Stanford and Sons. I'm like, oh, uh, oh God, oh. that sounds horrible. horrible. <laughs> you know what I think? I think you're going to have to really pay your dues no matter what it is. Yeah. So you might as well do it with something that you really want to do yeah. in the place you really want to do it. Does that oh, make sense? I see what you mean. Yeah, that, yeah. I, mean, I think it's, it's Jim Carrey tell a story like a graduation or something about his dad and how his dad wanted, Absolutely. To, wanted to be... His dad was really funny, but he felt he needed to just follow the rules yeah, of society, get a job, and then he was miserable all the time, and then he still got fired. And Right. Like, his paraphrase, his quote was something like, you can fail at something you don't want to do. Right. right. So why don't I, I, it's okay if I fail at something I really want to do. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I, just, I totally I, agree with I that. Couldn't, I couldn't stand the thought of being there another day. Yeah. It was just like, Kansas I got to get out of here. Yeah. I just have to, I can't be around these people. Yeah, and that's that's what this, that's what made me love this place because I always felt fucking weird. Yes. And then I came here and I was like, holy oh, fuck, fuck, I'm yes. normal. Yeah. Like so that's Steve what says, the land of misfit toys. Yeah, but it's like that in so many ways, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like the best friends I've ever met, Fat James included, you Ugh. know what I mean? Like, for whatever reason, we all have that thing yeah. where like, this place just made sense. Mm -hmm. it, you fit in, even though we were, Outcast wherever we came from. Yeah, not like I always feel, remember the Wonder Years episode with Doug. It was Doug Porter when Paul Pfeiffer and Kevin Arnold got into a fight. That's when Kevin went to go hang out with the chubby kid Doug Porter, and he was like Doug Porter, everybody's second best friends. Yeah, but I always felt like Doug Porter. I saw that episode. <laughs> I was like eleven. I'm like, looks like I'm a Doug Porter wearing that Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> party guy. Yeah, Steve. yeah, I was. I was party Porter. <laughs> But uh, then I got here and I was like, oh, I don't have to dump beers on my head like these people are my friends yeah. anyway. We'd yeah. frown upon you for trying to pull that hilarious What year prank. did you get here? I did my first open mic in like September, October of 2000. Got a job answering phones in January of 2001 because I worked on Pauly's movie. For like Which one? The uh, uh, oh, Pauly Shore's dead. That's right. Pauly Shore's dead. Classic. Yep. That's where I met Freddie the first, Lockhart. The first cut was. If you get the chance, guys, go out to Blockbuster and rent it tonight. <laughs> it's the only video left in the store. It's not in the red box, huh? Mm. <laughs> that's too hip. And yeah. Freddie Lockhart was working on that too. And I was, I was the lowest. But Freddie would just tell me stories about the comedy store, and I'm like, no fooling. He was like. <laughs> It's like a five-year-old. Yeah, like, movie. He was oh, like, shucks. Eddie Murphy showed up last night, just hung out in the back and watched. Oh, yeah. But you I probably could hear served his him, laugh. I and probably like, served <gasps> him tea all night. The party was over when he started hanging here. Aw. Yeah. It used to make me mad. I'm like, really, tea? You want any Coke? Or 
Oh. We're not going to go you, back well, to the 80s. Well, you were here for the glory days. <laughs> well, I think right now it's the glory no, days. No, 93. I started in 93 and when Eddie wasn't coming in and then all of a sudden he started coming in like the late 90s just hanging out. Yeah. He'd hang out in the back with his entourage and they would drink tea. I swear to God. I was like, oh, Dude, some, this isn't fun. Some players just know how to get fucked You my dreams. <laughs> That's a, I mean, they should have a Charlie Murphy true Hollywood story skit with just so Eddie and the gang just in the back drinking tea, right? <laughs> That'd be like, killer. Damn. Have you ever told the Wayans brothers story on this podcast? I think uh, so. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What is it? When you were on the parking lot? I was That's how you and Fat James were buddies because you were his alternate on the parking lot, correct. right? Correct. Oh, oh my gosh. I forgot all that about that till yeah, right now. I was one night a week and then when Fat James got fired because he made the car smell. I oh. I got that the full-time job and i literally was working 29 30 days a month i was so poor and i just needed it and that's what happened i, I got 35 there. bucks a night to work the lot as opposed to 25 a night to work the door oh, it's terrible. so um i think it's just still the same anyway <laughs> now now they can make that in in two and a half hours because they get 10 bucks an hour oh are they at 10 bucks oh yeah oh, okay good yeah okay, good. um well I, w I was in the lot and back in the, in those days it was pretty desolate but there was always uh, a, a lot of nights when they had, strangely, the only time it was ever packed was on the black night mm -hmm. or urban night. I'm not sure how we're supposed to say it, but. Uh, black night. Black night. So they would Don't show get me up. Started. And, uh, <laughs> and, and they would. Uh, they'd always want to park in the lot, no matter who it was, just nobody's. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, you can't park here. It's comics only. And, uh, you know, five times out of 10, they would be like, I'm a Wayans brother. And I just knew if they didn't give me a specific which Wayans brother they were, they're obviously just fucking with me trying to get in. Mm -hmm. So I'd always just be like, yeah, you're sorry, man. Wayans brothers don't park here. They'd leave because they weren't a Wayans brother. And then after about two or three months of that business, car pulled in and dude rolled down his window like maybe maybe four inches. Mm -hmm. I just saw the top of his, his face and I said, uh, yeah, sorry, man. Only comics can park here. He's like, I am a comic. I'm like, who are you? I think he said Marlon. Marlon <laughs> Wayans. I go, all right, Marlon. Will you show me Keenan Ivory and I'll let you park here? <laughs> and I was so excited because the dude was just mean mugging me, just like staring back at me. And then the back window just rolled down. And it was just Keenan Ivory with a big smile on his shut face. Shut up. You shut your face. And I was like, oh, okay. You can go park over there. And then he got out and he was so cool. He was like, man, you have no idea how great it is. I was just, just going to say, they would love that. See someone just busting your brother's balls and then to be able to be in the car and hear that. I was like, yeah, sorry, man. People say they're one of your brothers a lot. Oh. It's all good, man. That, that might so be happy. my favorite story. Yeah, that's and amazing because he was so honest. I just stood in the corner like, fuck, I'm probably going to get fired because I still didn't realize there's no law. We were basically the right. fucking we were tombstone. It was. And we didn't. We didn't have. <laughs> we didn't have Wyatt Earp yet. Yeah. Plus, I don't think Marlon was ever a regular, so you were safe. Probably true. Yeah. No, definitely. Oh, Eleanor knows. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Mar Eventually, he started coming in, but it did not until like Tommy. Truly, okay. that he started. Uh, uh, truly, that he started coming in Tommy and doing spots. Uh, it would be three years next July. <laughs> Shut wow. up. Really? It goes by yeah. so fast. Been two years. Because I, I was in England when he got fired. Because I was on opposite time zone and my phone was just blowing up in the middle of the night. Chris mm. was like, what's going on? 
I'm like, uh, apparently Tommy got fired and 40 people thought they should text me about it. <laughs> Everyone is so well, you excited. you are one that I would like well, <laughs> I was so distraught, too, because I knew as soon as I got home, I was going to have to see him. Yes. Those are my favorite when he runs into I Tommy. Like, I see him. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Here he comes. Well, it happened. <laughs> it yeah, happened. Yeah, I know, man. I you heard. would know right away. It, it, it happened. I said, yeah, I heard, man. I heard. Well, Mitchie's not going to be happy about this. <laughs> I was set up. And it was just this long <laughs> soliloquy of just insanity and how the comedy store had been plotting against him. What? I was, I was, I made that club into what it is oh, and they boy. they're afraid that i got too much power oh. i'm sorry your mom likes me more than you it's like yeah anyway my dog's gonna shit so take go. care <laughs> see you buddy and then over the next two years the story just kept changing everyone every couple months the story would adapt some then he'd come over and want to rehash it he just couldn't let go yeah so it's like he's still to this day just like he's in buffalo now but he's like Whenever comedy store comics are there, he goes and tries to hang out with them and Aww. talk to them and, uh, and then calls comics back in L.A. to talk shit about <laughs> the conversations he had with, with that person. Well, they're delusional. It's like, Aww. yeah, cool. Listen, I got to go, man. I, I just answered the phone because I didn't recognize the number and I was hoping it was something <laughs> important. But, wow. Well. I thought this was my big break. That's why I never, ever answer straight numbers anymore. Because the first 7,000 times I was like, this is he. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the president of show business? I'm available. Were you in the audience last night? Uh, I had a great... Am I just what you're looking for? (laughs) (laughs) I had a a great moment, uh, like maybe a month and a half ago. I got off stage uh, on a Sunday night, and this dude came out. He was fairly intoxicated, but he was all like amped up. Uh-huh. He came up to find me. Hey, I got to talk to you, man. I got I got some projects that I need to work. W- yeah. I need you to work on. And all this, I'm just like, okay, cool, man. So it's like, like the leads and like Gary Glenn Ross. I can't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm Jack Lemon from Glengarry. <laughs> I'm just yeah. So I was just like, cool, man. And he's like, give me your phone. I'm like, oh god. So he takes my phone and he text messages himself from my phone. So that way he has my number. And oh, I, no. I wouldn't give him a fake number, I guess. Oh, my God. And so I'm just like, all right, whatever. And so uh, he he immediately sent me a text back then with his name. And uh, it was just like, yeah, I'm going to talk to you in the next day or two. And uh, we'll work something out. I was just like, all right, man. So I went home. And then I was telling Corinne the next day, like, oh, yeah, this uh, <laughs> this guy came up. I don't know if he was on drugs. He was definitely drunk, and he was all amped up. And he, he told me he wanted to work, put me in a show with him and his wife and a puppet. That's all I got from the oh, from man. the show idea. So then she's like, who is he? And I tell her name, and she's like, shut yeah, up. And I'm like, you know who that is? She's like, yeah, Google him. So I Google him. He's, he's Mel B of the Spice Girls' husband. And there's like oh. all these oh. scandalous stories, like him abusing her and stuff. Oh. That none of it's verified, but it's just like Hollywood rumor. TMZ reports he's been spotted with a bodacious blonde. Uh. Is their relationship <laughs> over? And For uh, a second, I had that Willy Wonka music going off, and I'm yeah. like, "Wait, it's real!" And Rick's going to be a star. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are a star. He calls me the next day, then, and uh, he's like, 
hey, who is this? <laughs> Shut oh, up. Boy. I swear to God. I go, uh, this is uh, Rick Ingram. I'm the, the comedian you talked to last night. Oh, yeah. No, it's the comedian that I talked to last night. Then I hear her in the background. Oh, you were great. You were great last night. Like, uh, tell her thanks. Thank you. Listen, we're really busy right now, but uh-huh. maybe in a few weeks we'll try and work something out. So uh, why don't you touch back, touch base with us back in a few weeks. And uh, cause, I mean, I, I got this great show. It would just be great. I mean, I feel like we're all flowing on the same wavelength. You know, none of us oh. give a fuck. And uh, just incredible show idea. It'd be you and Mel and, and a puppet. And I, I don't want to tell you anymore, but it's going to be great. I'm just like, I do like puppets. I'm like, this this show sounds great. And so I've been just waiting. Cause what I if know. this becomes Should like be. the Alf of the 21st century? I know this is going to be the thing. <laughs> hey, Rick, give me four. The Alf. I would love it. Me too. Me and Mel B are a, a couple. Yeah. You know, we and got you have a, a, oh, we have a puppet kid. Oh my goodness! That'd well, be so a Pinocchio great. come to life story. I mean, but Hollywood's it's Fat ready James's to personality. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. Night! Oh my god! <laughs> we just print money. <laughs> it's just you know, there's big steamrollers of money. Like, yep. You have a wheelbarrow. Oh, that would be. He's just got that so classic nauseous. Belushi in the college sweatshirt poster oh, all over man. every wall. Oh, god, god bless him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, God bless I had to go to church this week, so I'm on the God love them tip. Uh, I'll, I'll take the That's opposite approach. Is. Sorry. What goes mom. around comes around. <laughs> Man. That's terrible, right? Yeah, what can I say? I don't like people. Uh, I get it. I get it. I just came back from home, so Philly, so I'm all churched out. Oh, there's a lot of Philly in the, in the room right now. I apologize for that. That's okay. It's real hardcore right now. Did you now. break the bat out? Did you... I didn't have to hit shit anybody. Balls, any? Shit balls. I saw shit you balls. You saw shit Stepped balls? Stepped in some shit balls. Do you know Fuck what shit that. balls are? Yeah, we, we had a different name in the suburbs. But, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. What did you guys call them? Uh, Ginkgo binkos or whatever yeah, the Yeah, we had dinker bombs. Dinker oh. bombs. Dinker bombs. They stunk, right? Terrible. Uh, I know the ones you're talking about. Where like the dust shot out of them and all? Yeah. No, uh, no. I don't know what was in them, but I know these little Asian ladies, they pick them up. And my brother Jimmy, I called him up. I don't up. think we had these. Oh, yeah. They, these are terrible. This is an urban. Yeah. Uh, and they, they pick them up. And I remember we were playing Rumble Fumble on this island. Yeah. And there's cars on both sides. There's no reason. But it's the only patch of grass in the city. So we're playing on yeah. it. And there's shit balls all over. And so this lady, she, we saw her putting them in this bucket. What? And I was like, what are you? So I went over and I go, hey, what is, what's with the, uh, what is that? And she goes, we make a soup. And I was like, what? Ugh. And they they use it for food. They put it in their soups. They ugh. so I I was like ugh. I've never eaten any kind of Asian food because of that lady. And then I called my brother Jimmy and I told him about the podcast with Bobby Lee and how Bobby Lee got nervous because when I first met him I asked him if he ate shit balls. Yeah. He didn't understand what I was saying naturally because uh, they don't they don't have those trees in San Diego apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's an urban Philadelphia. He got, he got very slash Chinese. So he uh, I called my brother. I'm like Jim. Order shit balls right now because I was gonna have him send them to me so I can give him the you know show him. show Bobby what it was because I didn't know what it was. Get somebody years. take a picture for him. She was me. gonna stuff him down. Goes, Al, if you would have called me an hour ago, I could have I could have taken a picture of the guy in the tree shaking them to get them down. Really? Because that's what he was watching 
an hour before I called. Damn. They shake them, they get them down, and then they pick them up. Gather There's nothing up. more racist than the word they. <laughs> they harvesting They shake shit. them. Hey, I, they're, that they're was me being very polite. shit balls. <laughs> I was very polite right there. <laughs> the way she said they sounded harmonious to me. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for picking what? up for me. Could you take a picture of that no, for me? Because I, I want to uh, see if we called it, it something different. Uh, somebody put it up on Facebook, the actual what it's called. I think my brother Tommy did Because dinker bombs look like like Aces, like on the They're top like of a medieval big. weapon. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. With the spikes on the, it. Those are like on, aren't those on like the Chinese maples? It might be. Yeah, so it looks like basically like an acorn with a bunch of little spikes on yes. it. Yes. Yeah, we had those. We had one of those trees in my front is. yard. Oh, it was all, we would start wars with those. Yeah, because they could hurt. Did they hurt. Oh, hey, yeah. separated they the teams. If you got them each when they were fresh off the tree, they were heavier. Yes, and they were sharper. And if Do you let them dry smell? out, then no, there's no scent to them. Mm-hmm. When they were dark green, yeah, and dark bright green. green, bright green, painful. Yep. If you oh. shot them with a slingshot, you could kill people. Yeah, my boys got a wrist rocket. And then, Did you know anybody had one of those? Oh yeah, I had a, I had a sweet one. We used to f- shoot frozen grapes at people. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, like the I remember the girls. Uh, they they had like a teepee night where they went and toilet papered all the boys' uh, houses, and I remember being like. There's an eighty percent chance they don't show up in my house because I'm not cool enough. Yeah, I was just thinking do. that. I was just Wait, thinking I could see fat me at eleven TPing my own house. Like they got me too, guys. guys <laughs> and the girls are like, no, we did. Nobody likes you. I didn't know that's like that's a, a nice thing. Write. That's a nice thing. What? Toilet papering people's houses. And it's when you're younger, girl, no, you do it to, it's like a prank phone yeah. call. Like shows your boobs. <laughs> Click. Yeah. Yeah, my, my brother's kids, they're, they're like, oh, they toilet paper the house. My yeah. niece, Shawna. Yeah, that means and you're and I, back. And Johnny yeah. was like, you it's know. flirting. Johnny's a city kid, and he's like, I don't know. This was okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's all nervous, like he's going to have to pay a fine or something, you know. And they're like, no. It, it just happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it. I, so I don't cute. think they showed up. You had the extra first toilet year. paper. We did not. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, the 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 most nerve wracking moments of my childhood were going to buy like the sixty rolls of toilet paper at the hen house market and just being like, they know I'm up to no good. I got to get out here before anyone questions me. <laughs> my mom sent me to buy these eggs. <laughs> yeah. My yeah, mom eggs. said I could get these eggs. We did eggs. The, not whole, the whole family has diarrhea. That's why I need so many rolls of toilet paper. And how much is it? Thank you. Keep the change. Like, what? Keep the change? It's a grocery store. We're gonna. Th- and then we're trying to like, we can't take the main roads because what if a, what if a car sees Shut us? Shut up. That we're was like, the fireworks the other night. We're like we were going. Walk- That's exactly the same nervous feeling. <laughs> yeah, we were, just, we were going through the woods. Did you wear all woods. black? Oh, yeah. Black hoodie. Oh, my God. We're, we're going through the woods trying to get our giant case back. All right, we're going to have to hide it outside my house because we can't take it inside. Oh, There's no way. Best. You would get in trouble for that? I don't even, my parents wouldn't even cared, but it was just the fear of like. You love that. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, no, no one can know. This has to be a completely top secret mission because we were mostly. Me and my friends were mostly doing it to people we despised. It wasn't That's what like, I thought it would be. It wasn't like a, How old were you? Don't say like last week. No, I mean, this is like middle school, yeah, early okay. high school. Yeah. Like I remember there was a guy who, who got a, a girl pregnant, and then uh, he was like, yeah, so I'm going to have to deal with this and whatever. And, uh, and then his dad was a minister, and his dad was like, you tricked my son into sleeping with you. He didn't want to do it, and oh, we shit. will not recognize this baby as his. What? And then oh my, the, that, I remember the girl just like being all upset and oh. being like, oh, it's on now. We're going to have to fuck this dude's life up. So we just, we waited. She had the baby, gave it up for adoption. Oh. But we found out what it was. And then we uh, TP'd his house in the pink toilet paper. <gasps> and, uh, oh. 
And then, I mean, we took it well beyond that. At that point, I think I was like 16. So we're, we're all pissing in a Taco Bell cup and pouring it in the sunroof of his car. And These are things I like now. Yeah. <laughs> this is the show I want. This now is I'm the Netflix on. I want to see. Now I'm in. Yeah. Ingram's High School Years? Yeah. Yes. Um, what would so, you name that show? Fuck, I don't know. I have no idea. Fuck okay, that just keep kid. talking. Just keep yeah. talking. I'm the network executive, nodding, yeah, yeah, sipping. Nodding, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I know Melby's husband, so yeah. keep going. I'm so, recording uh, this. Anyway, we were, um, we were positive the, this one year, me and my friend Brandon, uh, he was the photographer at my wedding. Oh, cool. We were oh. like, um, hey, we're going to, we're, we're sure the girls are showing up this year. So put the grapes in the freezer because we're going to make sure this shit doesn't happen the way they want it to. <laughs> And so we we got them, we got them uh, frozen up, nice and marble like, and then kill somebody. We're out just waiting, and we see it, car, a bunch of cars parked down at the bottom of the street. Like my my friend uh, Seth Enderby lived at the end of the street. <laughs> That's such a real name. And uh, Enderby. So they so great. They parked down there and they started teepeeing Seth's house, and we're just like, <laughs> they better not try and come up the street because they will pay if they try. <laughs> He who breaks the law must go to the house of pain. <laughs> and so they they TV'd his house for like, you know, a minute, two minutes, something like that. He had like two trees, so they're pretty filled with toilet paper. And then you just see the the murder of girls walking up the street. There's probably like ten of them. And I was like, it's game time. And then we just start <laughs> with our slingshots. You just see, ow, ah! <laughs> and, uh, we're like a hundred yards away, just pelting frozen grapes like marbles at girls and then they got like they probably got i don't know maybe 20 feet from the house and then we just busted out and we're just launching and then they're all running and oh like that hurts you guys are assholes you're shooting rocks at us <laughs> and so then the following year then it became we we have to get him now because last year he shot us with this slingshot and was uh, there a specific night of the year this took place on um no it was it was um uh, this Any was given my Tuesday. yeah. This was my cross country team, the girls on my cross country team. Oh, so awesome. we're in high school at this point, and so it's like they're you know hey, we have an off weekend. We should all spend the night at Jamie's house and have a teepee party. <laughs> so much fun. Teepee party. Um, and so we were positive that they're coming for us. And so this year, my mom was like, "You're not shooting people with grapes. What if you killed someone?" I'm yeah, just like, take somebody. You could, you could, no fun. You lose an eye. Food. It, yeah, grapes are good. Eggs. Yeah, you could give or take. <laughs> they they deserved it. <laughs> um, so, so we uh, we just bought grapes and we didn't freeze them because we were like, "Yeah, you know that'll work. It's yeah. Still, it'll still sting." <clears throat> and uh, so they came and we started shooting them with grapes again and they're running around with like shaving cream or whatever trying shaving to spray us down also in the uh and uh, mischief kit while all the hijinks was going on and me and my group of friends are in you know total battle with these girls <laughs> uh jimbo s- s- slipped out the garage door and has made his way down the street to where the girls parked and r- removed all their car keys <laughs> What? So, because wait, did they park with their keys they, in the car? You leave the keys in the so car. Midwest. You leave the keys in the car, so that way you can make a quick getaway. Gotcha. And uh, so, like, I'm pretty sure cars are probably still running, and no one's gonna steal them. You're in the suburbs in Kansas. That's amazing. And so Jimbo just went and took all the keys, and then 
I, Jim, we didn't even bro. realize that Jim, Jim was doing it. Jim, bro. But all the girls run down the street and we're standing there victorious, like brave heart. Like, we did <laughs> we it. We showed them. They've retreated. <laughs> and then it's just them. And then, what are they doing? Why are they all still standing down there? And then they, give us our keys back. And I'm like, Jimbo, you <laughs> did it. <laughs> Jimmy. 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 He's in his shower. Pounded. Some say Jimmy. two million. Some say five million. <laughs> so excited. The Lufthansa heist. The biggest. <laughs> That's so great. That was what was happening in our neighborhood. <laughs> you, you, guys got, you guys got a real crime going down. Yeah. I grew up in the suburbs. I, I remember walking home once with some toilet paper. It's like a Friday night. It was probably, uh, I don't know, maybe nine o'clock at night. It was dark, though. Me and my friend Scott Harris were walking down the street with toilet paper, and all of a sudden, spotlight busts on, and it's a cop. And he's like, What are you guys doing? And I just looked at Scott, and he looked to me before like I could even say anything. He had just turned and was running back into the woods. And I'm like, ah! And I just turned around and ran, too. Cop was like, where are you going? Just, I'm trying to help. <laughs> we just ran, and then uh, about 10 minutes later, we're all crawling back. Look at that. Did you see anything? He took our toilet paper. What if our oh. fingerprints are on it? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what? Have you ever been fingerprinted? No. Well, I'm, uh, I'm sure we're good then. I think we got <laughs> it's it. It's like the toothbrushes <laughs> and, and Uncle Buck. I got did you that, really yeah. brush your teeth or did you just run these under the faucet? I have a friend down at the crime lab that can tell me the difference. If that's true, we're really going to have to start brushing. <laughs> it's one of the greatest. God, I love that movie. So I'm a, I'm a firm believer if someone doesn't like Uncle Buck or Dumb and Dumber, can't execute them. Yeah, can't yeah, be yeah, they're two of my all time favorites. Uncle Buck, especially, it's just such a great feeling. That's uh, yeah, it makes you feel good. The the scene with the principal where oh, he tells her off rat. is like one of the greatest scenes. Go downtown, have a rat, gnaw that thing off your face. <laughs> and furthermore, I don't want to meet a six year old that isn't a a silly heart or a dreamer. Right, a silly heart. That's and right. just that he shows up and just how uncomfortable he is because he can't stop focusing on her giant mole. <laughs> Uh, Buck, I, Buck I, forgot whole, I forgot the whole beat. That whole beat where he's trying to be professional. Uncle Wart. Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Wart. That's me. <laughs> that is enough. Okay. We'll never have. cut to the little kid's face all That's happy a, outside. Starts off so worried. Yeah, he's got the big glasses oh, on. so cute. If I hear, or any kid, he's all... Little kids all so excited. All excited. When he flicks the quarter at her. As you may have noticed by the door outside, I am the vice principal here. The, this door, the outer door, the outer door. There's nothing on this, this door. door. <laughs> there's nothing we, on this door. There's nothing like him. We have nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, he was. He, he was so great. One a, a treasure. Kind. So lovable. And for me to say that about a Canadian is or anyone you mean true. A Canadian yeah. is that's <laughs> a doubling down. Really, that's doubling down. He was so proud good. of you, Rick. Yeah. yeah, John Candy could do more with a look. Yes. Simple. What was uh, the when he's was, rubbing his hat in planes, trains, and automobiles? I yeah. just look at the hands and I. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, you can't learn that. No. He, just, just, he was just the, the truth. What was the movie? It was kind of serious where he keeps having horrible flashbacks. Of Only like the Lonely. Mom. His mom. Only the Lonely. lonely. Oh, she's a Sicilian. The worst kind. They'll <laughs> slit open your belly if they think you swallowed a penny. <laughs> I remember going so to see it at a movie theater because I'm like, it's John Candy. Not realizing he was a little more... Romantic, yeah, a little less doll. goofy, yeah, um, but still loving it. And being me and my friend were the only two people in the movie theater, just being oh, like, wow. Oh, everyone here is missing out. 
And then tell people, they'd be like, that's an adult movie. Be like, these fucking kids don't kids, get man. it. I'm a third grader. Why don't you guys grow up? <laughs> yeah, I got it. It's probably too, you're right. It's probably too mature for you. I just get it because of all the, you know, the complicated love scenarios that happen in my third grade life. <laughs> Hallie Babbitt knows exactly what I'm Hallie talking about. Babbitt. I'm going to play this song for her on the radio. I'm going to dedicate it. I want to request this Aerosmith song. Was Hallie Babbitt the first girl you liked? Uh, she was. Great she was the girl everyone liked in uh, when oh. I was in the first and second grade. There and then s- Ronnie Hendricks got a piece, and then we were done. Oh, boy. good old ruins. <laughs> Way to go, Ron. <laughs> good old Ron. Ronnie you Hendricks. Disgusting. <laughs> That's insane. I made some joke about how we all wanted to be friends with Ronnie Hendricks because he got that Halle Babbitt puss on oh, stage Jesus. a couple weeks ago. Just saying it, just jokingly more because my buddy Mark was in the crowd. Oh, yeah. And then I got off stage and he was like, I mean, no one understood what you're talking about, but I was laughing so hard, mainly because Ronnie Hendricks was my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, we all thought so. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> he was Who the is the, your first crush? Uh, my next door neighbor was Trisha Erickson. I had a crush on her. It's a good name. Yeah. It's a good Whatever one. happened to her? I don't know. Trisha probably, Erickson. Probably became a grown-up. I'll track her down. Oh, we'll find her. <laughs> Trisha. <laughs> just Trisha, of, come on in! <laughs> I'll track her. Do you remember the look in Randy Quaid's eyes when uh, Chevy Chase, Clark Griswold was going on the rant? And Christmas vacation. If anyone was thinking about giving me a last second Christmas gift. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so good. <laughs> so good. First vacation, so good. Christmas va- European vacation, off. But yeah. Because those two had the John Hughes touch. They're so good. Nobody writes like that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> we were just talking about that. Like, those movies are classic. He, and they're just such a feel-good. John Hughes, though, to, he was uh, basically his own genre of movie. Yeah. And, like, you yeah. can say it now. Like, you can just say a John, a John Hughes movie, and people are like, oh, yeah. And they all yeah. associate whichever one they want. Yeah. But no one else could do that. I mean, like, Nobody's that talented. Even, like, The Breakfast Club is completely absurd. Yes. And there's just no way that it was like that, but it just feels like that's it the way should it should be have been. Like, yes. Like, well, that, that letter the they dynamic, write at the end. Yeah. Like, I remember my seeing boy, that. My boy Michael Hall, you mean? Oh, right that letter? Yeah. I can't believe I have to go upstairs to do a stupid set. <laughs> this is, is like the now? most fun I've ever had. Oh, not yet. Is all right, it yet? Well, keep all talking. Right. You got time. Do they move your set back too or just mine? No, all of know. us. Why? Well, Sue's popping in. Oh, was it back or up? Uh, uh, I went from 10.15 to 10.30. I better go look. Hold on a second. And Bigger and Blacker was funny too, but it wasn't as good as Bring the Pain. I feel like it didn't hit as hard, but uh, when um, he was doing Bring the Pain, I was dating his agent. Okay. My first ex-fiance, we like to call him. Yes. And um, I got to watch Chris. We went to the Riviera, and I got to watch him work out. Uh, bring the pain and then I got to work you know watch him work out here bring the pain because and then we went to Jersey and we went to my family's house and then we went met Chris at Rascals in Jersey wow. and we got to watch him do bring the pain there so it was like wa- watching him develop that special that hour whatever was one of the greatest things and I didn't even want to be a stand up I was just like this watching yeah. how long Someone did he so work that material oh, whoops it easy how long did he work that material out because a lot of that was on a half hour special before Bring the Pain, right? I don't remember the half hour thing. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I built, it was just like, oh, yeah. this is my, I knew Chris from here. Okay. And then I started dating his um, agent. And then it was like, let's go on the road. And I remember the tomato bit, the big, the, a tomato 
is a life uh, like something like that oh, i remember that one I remember that one show. oh and i just remember how it started it was no one was laughing at it and yep. then watching him develop it and change it and bring it to unbelievable level and i was like he's talking about a tomato yeah like it was unbelievable like i i just he was that was one of the neatest things yeah i remember cool. uh one of my uncles being like uh who do you like? Because I said to him about how I, I think I was watching stand-up comedy on Comedy Central or something at like a family party, and it was just you know one of the crappy Comedy Centrals. Uh, uh, like they used to show all those different comedy specials where it's like someone doing five minutes or yeah yeah what one night stand and whatever the different things were. And I, I told him like oh yeah like uh, I started getting into it because I, I I love Chris Rock's bring the pain he's like the black guy and i was like yeah and he's like how do you relate to that i'm like i, I don't know because it's funny <laughs> i remember seeing chris rock on yo mtv raps oh wow when he had that song your mom's got a big head <laughs> like i've been a chris rock fan since cb4 well, before cb4 oh, okay i was a fan since snl when he would do i didn't know of him at all before then i think there was a vhs tape i rented i have to google this and it was like comedy's dirtiest dozen or something like Ooh. that because I remember seeing him, what was it, Beverly Hills Cop 2, and knowing who, knowing who he was. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. What do I, I get, I get for the cement yeah, 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 yeah. And he had a bit, I believe, maybe this is all wrong. You know what sucks about doing this podcast? There's comedy nerds that listen to the yeah, big, like, you are incorrect, sir. <laughs> that was Mario okay. Joyner in 1984. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, but but I mean I will literally bury those nerds. Well, let those anything. nerds let those nerds listen and let those nerds correct yeah. us. We yeah. need to help. Done with love. Bring it on. Yeah. If you think the American bully even, can't handle it, you're dead wrong. Yeah, that's right. I don't even care if it's done with love. Bring it on with the hate. Let's do really? it. Yeah, I don't care. Well, there's enough hate in the world. Well, I mean, yeah, if they're going to be that's like, just coming from me. Wrong, I'll be like, okay, you're right. Yeah. No, and, Dad. And what like, about yeah. you? I'll, I'll be like, send me your address <laughs> and I'll I'll fix this situation. <laughs> and then I put them in a pre-dug. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can't you can't dig the hole after you killed someone. Everyone knows that. The ice man of comedy. <laughs> I take the canoe and I rub it on my upper lip. <laughs> I love that Ice Van special where he's talking about how he went to the gay club. Have you seen that one? Well, I saw them all on HBO a long yeah. time ago. They were all frightening. They're so great. He's talking about how he's trying to off someone and they would hang out at a gay club. So he had to dress up and uh-huh. go to the gay and, You know, I was out there dancing around and he's like just telling this story nonchalantly. And, it, you know, the plan was I was going to prick him with this thing and there's going to be poison on it. But I ended up just waiting and I, I just killed the guy with my hands. Oh. Legend. Anyway, that's just Perfect. one of my heroes. I don't wanna. <laughs> I like it. I agree. Just if I could just get him and Putin and me in a room, I'd have oh. a lot of good ideas. A lot would, of good ideas. Your first album cover should you should be you shirtless on horseback, Putin yes. style. Maybe just holding Putin. Oh, that would be the best. Nuts <laughs> to yeah, butts, as Dean Del Rey would say. Nuts to butts. So so funny. <laughs> I li- when I stopped smoking pot. Uh, a couple years ago, I, I started having dreams again. Cool. Like when, when you smoke pot, you might have the dreams you don't remember them ever, like oh, at all. Wow, really? So I, for like ten years, I don't remember having a dream at all. But within like two days of quitting, I just started having all these horribly vivid dreams. Just like I'd wake up sweating and shit, where it's just like, oh my god, this is terrible. Like they're like night terrors. And then for like 
a week and a half, I kept having a reoccurring dream. I used to talk about this on mine and Matt Nost's old podcast. That's hilarious. Uh, and he was like, yeah, how's, that, how's the uh, the no pot going? I'm like, I'm having these fucked up dreams. I had this dream where I was working in a cubicle and just like a normal office and everyone around me spoke Russian. And like once a day, uh, <laughs> Vladimir Putin would come over with just some random person. And he'd hand me a gun and he'd be like, take care of it. And I would just shoot the person in the cubicle. And then he'd be like, see you tomorrow. In your dream? That was my dream. A reoccurring dream. Hilarious. And then I'd wake up and I'd be like, what the fuck? And then the next night I had it again. I'm like, I had the same dream twice. What do you think that means? I assume it means that I need to go to Russia if I want to make money. (laughs) If I want my dream job. (laughs) Steve, it's so obvious. Dream job. Dream job. That's my dream job. It's right there. It's black and white. Perfect. Wait, I can't hear anymore. Oh, did I pull something? Did I? I, I messed That's something. back. I made it pull. Now something. we're back. Okay. And three. So I was playing with Two? the court. God forbid I don't play with some. All right. Anyway, I, I'm like a little kid. I can't stay still. She's so excited. Yeah, I'm nervous. She's no, just hang, I get like she's that. She's hanging out with a couple of good looking guys. <laughs> it's true. I don't, I, I've never had my house uh, toilet papered because I don't think it would stick to the cement. And uh, <laughs> You know how she gets around alpha males. Steve. But I, <laughs> I will, um, my mom, this is my favorite thing that she's done in the past 10 years. Uh-huh. She, uh, we're inner city. So it's like Rocky. It's like the Roll Homes, right? Sure. South Philly. So it's all They're concrete. so expensive now, by the now, way. Now, yeah. My mom's house, she got it, I think, for eight grand. And it's probably worth 250 Amazing. now. Maybe three. But anyway, so she, there's like four little cement blocks. That's your front. That's the front of your house. So she took one of those blocks out and put a tree. <laughs> yes. And it's a little skinny tree. And I'm like, Mom. We're city folk. What are you doing? Like it, it's going into the windows now. Like it's not. It doesn't belong there. Is what mm. happened. The neighbor's like, uh, these, I just hit my eye on your tree. These hipsters. Little... Gentrification. My mom's trying to <laughs> be disgusting. <laughs> my mom's trying to be hip. Yeah. I guess my mom. But she's like, it. You know, it helps. It puts oxygen. I'm like, no. It's so not. true. Oh, so like, that's good dogs, science. She just put a little Santa thing. Have in you there noticed right that your mom breathes a lot better? since the tree went in no because the, so much oxygen she had, in this. she had to get a new tree Uh-oh. this month because the old tree was dead i don't know it's the city puts it in because the city wants you to do that so they put it in and it was dead and then my dad made her a birdhouse even though they've been separated for years he's uh-huh. bored and he made a birdhouse if you want uh and he made a birdhouse for her, and then it turned into a Section 8 Hi, birdhouse. Bobby. Yes, sir. Hi, Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee's here supporting the pipeline, obviously. Oh, my God. With I this. can't believe just ha- what just happened. What happened what to you? Happened? Well, I drive down here, and then Chris Rock and Chappelle show up at the same time, and that's like 45 minutes of like, <laughs> I, I got to go Easy. home. That's oh. what I just said, too. So you, you came go down home? here I to do so. your set? Well, I mean, <laughs> you have to imagine that, like, for me to come down here and to be amongst you three is it's it's. A Why did you look at me pleasure. when you said you three? <laughs> like you three, right over here. I want to apologize to you, Steve, about what I what I did to you a couple God, weeks ago. Do you ago. have that was to really apologize? Bad. To I everyone? do so many bad things, but um, I, I fucked I fucked up. You don't have to ever apologize. Yeah, but can I tell you guys what happened? Please. Yeah, and I'm, no, you do whatever. Please, please whatever. Is that cool? Absolutely. All sure. right, so um, Steve, and who was before you? 
I don't remember. Right, so there's so I'm, my spot's at nine thirty. Okay, but he's such a nice guy, right? That he doesn't want to go over Philly the line. Mm-hmm. That's exactly really? what I said tonight. Remember, I said yeah. really. I did my time right on the night. Shit balls, really shit balls. <laughs> <laughs> Instant flashback. Instant did you flashback. Right? I said that's how Philly people are, and he got. I mad. mean, I listen. I didn't play that Philly fucking helium for years because of her. Yeah. That's like, I can't do it. I'm, I can't, you're like three hundred of those because they're all. They're, I know, but they're all like that, so I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, no, can't wait, I would have brought shit balls and threw them at. I you. know I you. And that's why I never did it. But then I started do, doing it. But anyway, so he's so nice that he ended a little early. But I got there right at nine thirty. So. He brought somebody else. Was it Jeselnik? Yeah, it was Jeselnik. Yeah, and then I got furious. Like, who does less than, you know? Okay. And I just lost my mind, and I apologize That's for fine. that. No, yeah, but I, I know, but your brother fixed my teeth. Yeah, and you know why I went a little shorter? <laughs> he did? Yeah. In Philadelphia or no, here? out here. He was here oh. yeah. But I was at a special intro for Bobby, because you were the first person to put me on stage here, and you're the first person that was nice to me here. Oh. oh. You were. You brought nice. me into the main room. After I did my first spot here, Bobby brought me into the main room. Mm-hmm. He sat at the piano. I don't know if you played the piano. Was he trying piano, to get you to be a part of some kind of sex No, but it was something? just so nice. Yeah, I'm asking a question. Are you sniffing? The mic? Yeah, I don't like the way it smells. <laughs> I think I smell boom chakalaka for some reason. But um, oh no, he just nah. told me he wants to do a podcast, but he doesn't know what it is. What a what a podcast! <laughs> That's what he says. Should we have him on? He goes, "How come we don't do a podcast? Yeah. Like, you want to do one? I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, like, no, Why are you concerned that we don't have? He one? He doesn't want to do it because he can't sell it on the street. <laughs> I, you want this podcast for a dollar? <laughs> Boone's making a killing now that he sells podcasts. Um, I also want to apologize to you, Rick, because. Um, Years ago, I played Caroline's, and um, <laughs> Rick was Rick what? was emceeing, and um, his tummy hurt. True, all weekend, so he was just laying down in the green room. Yeah, and Is I kept going, real? "You fucking yeah. pussy!" Yeah, get up. Uh, and hey, then Monday, he found out he had diabetes. <laughs> yeah, and he kept so. telling me too. He's like, he kept going. Uh, you better not die because uh, I, I used to take pills, and if you die, people are going to blame me somehow for your death. Yeah, I, I was I literally on the ground. I know you would have, Bobby. I don't know what the fuck to tell you, but I might die. Please don't die. But you did. You you let me uh, when I was I was in diabetic shock, and I just didn't know I had diabetes. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Oh and so, like, the only thing that would make me stop throwing up, like violently throwing up every ten minutes was to like take a really scalding hot bath. And Freddie Lockhart had kind of tricked me into going by being like, yeah, they really want to see you. Mm -hmm. Uh, My manager is interested in representing you. But really, he just wanted someone to hang out with in New York. In New York, So he was like, yeah, we got this great club set us up with a hotel, all this stuff. I'm like, cool. So we get there, and it's like, there's no hotel for us because Freddie had just like told Bobby, like, hey, I'm going to be there. Is it cool if we open? And Bobby's like, sure. So we get there, and Freddie, oh we're at the airport, and Freddie's like, oh, we'll get a gypsy cab. I'm just like, oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> yeah. the guy- Uber 2003. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This guy comes over, and Freddie's like, yeah, will you take us to Harlem? I'm like, that's weird that they got us a hotel in Harlem. And then they just took us, he just rented a room in the basement of a brownstone in Harlem. What? Oh, my and God. Was just I had like no idea about that. Two beds, and then a communal shower. And so, like, I start getting sick as fuck, and I'm just le- literally <gasps> have the, my towel on the ground of the communal shower, and I'm just laying in the shower with hot water pouring on me. And he was some, sick. I was so oh, sick. Jesus. Like, he, I thought he was going to die. I remember oh, how God. bad. That was terrible. Yeah. 
But yeah, you, you're actually good to me. You let me go to your hotel room and I did. Take yeah. the hot bath. <laughs> he did. Yeah. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. You did. I did. Yeah, because oh. you gave me your key and you're like, my hotel's right around the corner. I'm like, all right, I might make it back for the next show. Yeah. And I went and I'm like trying to get there, and I got one of those annoying people on the bicycles like hey you want me to take you to your next destination i'm like fuck no get away from me and then he followed me along basically like hassling me like that i wouldn't get in his bike thing and after like 100 feet i just started throwing up everywhere and he's like okay have a good night cling, cling, cling. Um, do you still have diabetes oh my God. yeah i'll always have it, it unless they cure it away. yeah but no i heard i saw something where a guy like took vitamins and then it went away well people type two can get rid <laughs> no, of it they lied to no you. he had type two Putin okay made yeah. that up. i have type didn't make it i have type one so i've got did you who's your, i want curious to know who the fuck did you vote for who, who did i vote yeah for? hillary no. clinton did bitch. you really yeah I have a vagina. Oh yeah. I voted with my vagina. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Slit. I, 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 bl- I voted for her too, but it doesn't count in fucking California. Yeah, so it, it didn't matter. Yeah, we won anyway. I know, but I, I do. Can we get rid of the electoral college? Finally. Yeah. How do you know. feel about that, Steve? The, the electoral problem college. with that is, yeah, then people won't. They'll just campaign in Southern California, New York, and Florida. That's it. So they'll just go, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's good, though, right? (laughs) I've been saying this on stage. I think it's time that we just accept that maybe we don't need Nebraska to count. Mm Oh, Ooh. I like that. I th- something's got, I just wish better people ran for office. Yeah, yeah well, I, don't, I don't like Hillary and I don't happen. like Trump, so, yeah. Yeah, I was but like, I ugh. voted. But the good news is, guys, is Trump's going to make everything better. Ugh. He Isn't said he, he would. Yeah. I, I don't I see why that. we should I, I trust he'll him. make it better for people that make some Billions money, of dollars. money, you know? So, I mean, in that way, I guess, but in terms of the people that Drain voted in the for swamp, him, guys. they're not going to benefit from it. No. Yeah, I mean, they voted... The enemy in, really, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. But yeah. Now, was, even Sarah Palin's already turned on him. I mean, yeah. that's a bad oh. sign for him. That's but, great. Yeah, I mean, Do it, you it's, think she was better, though, with all the money she took from Wall Street? Hillary? Like, if you said Bernie well, Sanders, not, I would have voted for oh, Bernie. Oh, you mean Hillary. Yeah, yeah. Hillary. Oh, yeah. I was like, but Sarah? But as a civil yeah, the stuff she did on the, but the Steve, Clinton Foundation. Oh, I agree. Foundation. I I well, don't for what? like what? the stuff she did with the Clinton Foundation. There's so many bad things. Yeah, you see the people in Haiti that were like, dude, we're still to, fucking eating Yeah, rocks. but compared to not disavowing the KKK. Yeah, that, that's my biggest you issue know, is the racism. Is, yeah, is just I mean, the, the alt-right and just basically enabling all those people. Shit, I was at Lake Balboa in the Valley yeah. and- uh, I'm there with my wife and my wife's dad who's in town uh-huh. and our You're baby. Married? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Who married you? Who married you? A, a girl I met at the comedy store. Oh, wow. Um, She's awesome. You don't know Corinne? Corinne's awesome. Who's Corinne? Pay give me a photo. Attention. Give me a photo. Jesus. Give me a photo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seriously, don't, Google don't photo. Don't give so, him something. And I want to look at the photo. So we Put have a- uh, bank bank. We're a- uh, <laughs> Well, that's kind of oh. weird. Oh, these are He's all pictures creep. of my baby. I this don't is trust weird. Him. You have a baby? Yeah. That <laughs> was it. <laughs> what are you? Why do you not know? I don't know. It's 2016, Bobby. <laughs> you yeah. have a baby. I have a baby, oh dude. Oh my god! god Congratulations. Thanks, Try man. to pay attention to no, other people. God. God. <laughs> that's my wife and baby. Oh, I know her. Oh, yeah. She's cool. Yeah, she's. Cool. I like her. Your she baby's all right. Yeah, baby's all right. Um, well, so we, we were at we we're at Lake Balboa in, in Encino, and uh, we were throwing bread into the lake to get the ducks over there, uh, so that we could basically take a photo. And this white Aww. lady, who was very clearly a Donald Trump supporter, walked up 
And she goes, um, excuse me, there are rules very clearly listed in English, the chosen language of this country. Uh, no. Uh, and I, I just get this big smile on my face and Corinne just grabs my hand like, Rick, don't. I go, is it the chosen language? It is. And the other people I see feeding the ducks probably don't speak English, but you look like you probably do. I was just like, two months ago, this bitch would have just walked by and not tried to act like she was fucking somebody. But now she thinks, we're taking this country back for the decent white Baptists. Did you see that, that girl, Jennifer Boyle? No. no. There was a girl, Who's Jennifer Boyle, out of Chicago. I grew up with a girl named Jennifer Boyle. Really? That's Not in terrible. Chicago, though? No. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> but she had, she had sweetheart. two Trump meltdowns on the internet. You got to watch it. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, she was at a craft store, Michael's or something like that, yeah. and she had a, she snapped. Pretend nice. like you and don't then, know what Michael's is. And then, um, <laughs> it's a craft store. And then, uh, <laughs> and it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> and then she did one of pizza, trip. coffee, she snapped, but it's both online. It's really interesting. Wow. Because you want to fucking punch her in the fucking pussy. Yeah, I want to to grab this lady and just throw her in the lake. Oh, I would have knocked the shit out of her. And just be like, yeah. You, know, you, you, you think you're strong, huh? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to fight? You think, uh, wait you a minute. Think, do you want to do this physically? You think that you fucking have strength. I tried to talk to you I know, nicely, but, but if you want to make no, it physical, that's goes, what I'm really good upstairs at. Upstairs she goes, I could take you. I could kick Easily. your ass. Easily. That's not true because Dude, I have HRS. You got HRS. beat up by Ari Shafir. You know What's how bad HRS? that is? Hidden retard strength. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, I too. No, I'll, no, no. I'll break your cheekbones. I'm thinking it's a real. I'm like, is that a That disease? is a real thing. No, I made it up. you don't. Retard strength. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what happens when I make fun of Asians too what? much. Tell me see. I get a niece oh. that looks Asian. <laughs> yeah, that's your yeah, Korean yeah. niece. That's, that's yeah. awesome. She's like a Korean dictator. It's yeah. She's no, adorable. she's cute. Come on. She's man. beautiful. You're saying the Asian babies aren't the cutest babies on planet Earth? He's Asian. Nope. That's my nephew. He's German and Irish. Yeah, but he's so Asian, though. That's Definitely. what we get for picking on Look at it. Asian German and Irish. Oh, wow. Shows Bobby. You know? Well, listen to me, my Kraut Mick friends. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Jack Waltz? Always funny. Yes. <laughs> Did you have Asian friends growing up, Eleanor? Hell yes. You did? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Mostly okay. Filipinos. Those are the ones we like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, our neighborhood, we got some Vietnamese and yeah, uh, Filipino. I know. Yeah. That's where they are. It. All on 7th Street. My I friend am- Maria, she was very nice. I asked a uh, Vietnamese guy in the audience on Saturday if he thought he was better than other Asians. And he said, all Asians think that. And I go, so you think Vietnam's the best? And he goes, my God, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so you actually are aware that Vietnam is not... No, we're not Based even close Based on what criteria, though? I mean, like, they're Just good whatever at, they think. Yeah. Mm. Just personal, like... Because I, in the I've Vietnam never, War, they were fucking amazing. Yeah, that's true. They would hide in a tree for three weeks, eating a banana <laughs> and a machete. Yeah. I mean, they fucking killed it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah I... got a point? Like if I ever, if you ask a Japanese person, a hundred percent of the time they're going to be racist as fuck. Be like, oh yeah, Japanese people are way better. They than were everybody. the, they were. I mean, I love anime, I love sushi. You know what I mean? But in terms of the history of the world, they were the worst. Yeah, wow. I mean, they oppressed Korea for fifty years. And my father told me a story. It. Well, you want to kind of tell you what they did? Sure, please. And this is not funny at all. I know there's a comedy <laughs> podcast, but um, <laughs> my dad goes, I'm not going to do it as his accent, but. Um, because you'll accuse me from stealing from Freddie, but my no, point no. is... <laughs> <laughs> as, as long as it's uh, Asian and not Spanish, that'd be great. Yeah, let's, uh, at least make it not Mexican. Yeah. That'd be killer. Regardless. Yeah. regardless. If you throw a regardless in there, you're in trouble. But he says they used to tie Koreans by their ankles, hang them from a tree upside down, and then dunk them in gigantic 
pots of boiling water until uh, like layers of geez, skin would come out. Wow, it's yeah. like yeah. a ride at Disneyland. <laughs> that is intense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's crazy. Like, it's it's crazy. like the edge of Splash Mountain before it goes down the chute. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then, but we taught them, did we not, America? Yes. Huh? Oh, two, we taught them twice, hey, brother. Twice. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Big boy and Correct, skinny man girl. or whatever. The but other now one they're was. like now they're just in, incredible people. I think yeah, culturally, I, I think, and also they don't have a military. Well, now Trump's going to change that. They need their wow. own. Yeah, they're going to have to pay. I don't know why I just made Trump Tommy. Tommy. Wow, wow. <laughs> they're the same to me. They're both, <laughs> Trump Tommy. Both Everyone used white to mix people. them. Yeah, do it. Uh, wow, well, <laughs> well, Tommy Clefton. Huh? At first, Mitzi was afraid, <laughs> but then she said, cookies here, okay? <laughs> I'd love to know what Tommy thinks about Trump. Oh, Trump's uh, going to fix things, okay? Uh, oh. He's definitely a Trump guy. He had said to things to me that were so disturbing, I felt like I was on a watch list. Yeah. Just for hearing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, same here. I was like uncomfortable. Like, I don't know what to yeah, say Very uncomfortable. Now. This is com- just And he weird. thought he was being progressive. Yeah. And he thought he was being inclusive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, still one of the best things ever was Doc showing up. Oh my man, this this month, my, but you, you got to listen to this voice message. Oh, funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's so you know what funny. mysteriously went away is that kid show that he did in Florida. Do you remember that? Takahini you know Tommy. You yeah, talking about yeah. Zootopia? Corinne yeah, found it. Yeah, but, oh, they did. That was my Who found it. My wife. She was my <laughs> yeah. girlfriend at the time. She she pulled it out of nowhere and she's like, Do you I think I anyone seen find this? It. I can't find it anymore. I'll see if she can find it. Oh, that'd be great. Because yeah, she got it and then she sent it to Ari and then <laughs> oh, once it was I'm to sure Ari, it's gotta just, go out. Their lives were ruined. Two days later, Tommy said, "Well." Dan Bylock's back at it. <laughs> he, he, he dug up an old tape. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, yeah, 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 Dan Bylock. Yeah, fuck that guy. Anyway, uh, let's change the subject. With him falling out of the tree. Amazing. There was another white dude. I couldn't figure out his name, but I know you were there back then. He was a white guy. He was a comic. He also maybe managed here, but he was kind of like, he thought he was Jim Carrey. Does that ring a bell? Oh, uh, uh, Jeremy Dingle. Not Jeremy Dingle. No, he was literally doing like, you know, that fire fireman. Uh, David Harden. Harden. David Bill? Horton from fire Louisiana. He was a door guy. Yeah, he used to do no ill close to David Horton. I forgot I, his name. But. I, I, he there was a there was a guy who looked like Jim Carrey. Even yeah, that would do nothing but Jim Carrey lines. I can see his face. That's him. I'm, that's what I'm thinking of him. I can't think of yeah. who he was though. I can see his was face. He and a I cannot... regular. He must have been. I judged this. Um, I mean, it might have been in Did La Jolla. Did he get passed? Uh, yeah, he was passed. He was he a paid was regular. Yeah. yeah, and he thought he was so good, and yeah. it drove me crazy. That's the best when people think they're I awesome. know back then, too. And they're doing someone else's yeah. entire act. It's yeah. genius. Like when Bob Wheeler got passed. Oh, my God. Dude, he does the best accounting, though. I know. But I remember one time we were in the belly room, and I, I, I like him. He's a nice guy, but yeah. he said that to was me, a good save. watch this. When he went up on stage, right before, like, <laughs> no, he yeah, didn't. and I put oh, shivers on my you're spine. You're like, oh, uh, I plan on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I went back down to the OR. Uh, you must have known me because I love hating, so I will be watching. Is he this. still doing stand up, Bob? I don't think so. Let's yeah. call him. Yeah, let's find. Do you have his number? Do you have his? Let's get him to sign the check. Do you know what's funny? When I watch open mic, I know who's a real comic if they do. Because the kids that do well always walk off stage like, oh, that was the worst thing I've yeah. ever done. Yeah. And the As kids that stink, 
eat it and then they walk off stage like they they're Grow looking wings. for the tv camera yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm going to disneyland <laughs> yeah uh, or like listen to this and they tape they taped it <laughs> and you hear someone cough and they go look at look at that was an applause break <laughs> that was somebody coughing that was a, i killed that was, yeah. that was bronchitis that, myself what that was yeah <laughs> Yeah, I've always Jason Lucas was always saying how he killed. Yeah, I killed. I killed. killed. They said his suicide note. We were gonna find him in the main room in the news, and it would just say I killed. Myself. So funny. It's so funny. So good. I killed. He always did brag about him. Always. I I think like anytime anyone, even if they do well, they get off stage and tell you about how they do well. You're just like, ah, fuck this hack. Uh, no matter what, I've never gotten off stage and been like, well, that was great. Uh, but there's I'm, always something about my set I hated. I'm more annoying than that, though. I'm the type that would do well and go, I just ate it. And I know that I did well, but I would just say it so people would think that Attention I'm. Attention so Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, so I, unlikable of me. I, I do <laughs> so recall gross. you being it's like, that so was terrible. Gross. They That's hated the me. Cr- like, yeah, what? You did, did well. Grown yeah. up version I of. I didn't even study. <laughs> I didn't even study. <laughs> Oh, 98? I'm not even studying. <laughs> oh, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. I didn't even study. Imagine if I studied. I did that once in the main room, and Whitney Cummings looked at me, and she goes, fuck you. Good for her. And yeah. I go, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I can't pull that one on you. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, we, we all know you did well. But you know what? At least I'm aware of my fucking shitty fucking things. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Are you guys? No. Just because you're aware of them, no, and you're not trying you to check. Tra- watch yourself. <laughs> watch yourself. See, I so didn't bad. even snap. I could have put you, you through that You wall. don't have character defects. Of course. All right. I, what, just almost me, everything about me. Name me one, me. Eleanor. Name me one. I'm talking to you. That's a character. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Snapped. Ouch. I wish we had a music cue. Uh, <laughs> it was like morning radio. Sit you, bingo. I'm too nice. I'm talking to you, and then it just drops into the music. I want the I want the clown with the broom to come in and sweep someone out. <laughs> no. Yeah, we all do. But I just it, I get that. Like if you did well and you get off stage, that's that's a little fucking crazy. It's crazy. I gotta be honest. Yeah. It's no, nuts. But we are nuts. We are all nuts in our yeah. own little way. Like I, I always think I have a shitty set. I always, I'm just, I self hate constantly. Yeah. Like people, like uh, that. I can't think of his name. Came up to me just now. He's like, "Hey, I meant to tell you yesterday. You had a great set." In my mind, I was like, "That wasn't that great." It was like, it was okay. Yeah. It was great. Like I got off stage, just like, "Well, that sucked." Do you guys but, still get angry where you don't, you don't get spots? Yeah. Gotcha. I take it as a blessing. You do? Yeah. Really? What? I do. What I'm like, oh, I need a night off. I'm so exhausted from life. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get two last week back to back, and I just stayed at home for two days, just no didn't know way. what to do with myself. Huh. Yeah, I, I, I got so sad. I get no uh-huh. spots. I get spots Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's it. That's amazing. That's, That's amazing. three spots. It's, the spots are great. The, the, the I got spots one this week. One. But it's oh. just, I got one because I only called him for one. I called him for all week and got one. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, if I, you're listening, I just get the, I get the same three spots every week, and uh, it's it's great. I you know I don't want to complain, but at the same time, I'd love to be able to have spots during the week. And since I don't get spots anywhere else, I keep uh, getting the emails from Jamie at the Improv, like still looking for a spot to get you worked in. Like just any of them, yeah. any of the spots you have, all right, it's fine. It's so annoying. Looking for uh, the, looking for the right spot for you. Do you, you. put your avails in every week uh-huh. for them? Yeah. And I even just send him personal emails now like, yeah, still hoping you found that spot. Do you do uh, Ice between, House or Comedy Magic? Uh, I do Comedy Magic occasionally. They club. don't give me a lot of spots, so. Mm. they got They got Jimmy one. Brogan. such a good, good I know, room. but got, I'm a filthy They now. got Jimmy Brogan yeah, down that's there. Why, that's so. why I can't play it either. They won't let you? No, I did. Um, they go, you can't pull your belly out. 
what? And I go, why? I agree with him. Well, no, that's Sorry. not. It's America. Yeah, I'll pull my belly out if I want to. Trump. If it was like a nutsack, that's one thing. Right. Yeah. It's so illegal. Yeah, it's just your yeah. belly. That's to show people, you know, your yeah. your, your sack is you yeah. know not cool. It's not a hello. Yeah. But like my belly back then was like it was yeah, my go- it was my opener. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <Hilarious. laughs> and he says you can't do it, and I was like, oh, then I can't play this room. Yeah. Because I said, there's nothing I can do. Yeah, really. I wow. could do it now. I think, but do you still it, open with that? No, Just I don't. <laughs> do, you but, me- do you remember when we were in New York? Yeah, and you, uh, so like you did like a, a strip tease, at, on like right. a, you bring a guy up. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so he does his thing and he, he dances on the guy, and the guy gets real embarrassed, and it's hilarious. And Bobby comes off stage, and he's just holding his clothes. Yeah. And so I walk back into the green room, and he's like in the process of putting his pants back on. Yeah. Still has his shirt off. Fully grown and, adult. And uh, <laughs> this cop walks up, and he turns around the corner, and he's like, "Hi." And Bobby's like, "Oh, it was that." And the guy was like, great show. And Bobby's like, oh, oh, cool. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. All right. I thought oh, I was in trouble. Can I tell one of yeah. my favorite Bobby Lee stories, <laughs> yeah, please? Okay, when I was, I used to get really nervous of older people in the audience because my whole act was like about like drinking and partying sure. and terrible. Mm-hmm. That wasn't terrible. Was and good. when older, especially older people, like I, like, like my mom pop pops, yeah. I'd be like, uh-oh. Because I would MC sometimes, Bobby would feature and Paulie would headline. Okay, so we're in Charlie Goodnights, I think. This has got to be 15 years ago. Oh, a long time ago. And wow. right to stage right, there are four elderly people. I immediately, I'm, I am used to watch people walk into the club and be like, they won't like me. They won't like me. <gasps> that person might get me. Oh yeah, I've gotten so much healthier. But that's where I was then. <laughs> yeah. And then I see the four elderly people. I'm like, they know my parents. If I do anything inappropriate, they're going to call my mom and my mom's going to feel like a failure. Then I'm going to feel like a failure as a son for causing her pain. It's pretty she, deep psychological. Yeah, I was just be complete. Down. Yes. Yeah. So the four elder that I go and I'm just like, oh, it was terrible. Terrible. Bobby comes out, looks at the old people and he goes, I bet you still eat her pussy. <gasps> Boom. Huge laugh from the old guy. Starts pounding the table and you crushed from that. I don't it was remember. like rocket fuel. I'm a Christian. <laughs> I don't talk that way. But. I couldn't believe it. I was like, old people oh. like profanity. Oh I didn't even think old people curse. It was back when I still thought old people were born different. Like that's, they were yeah. always old. Well, they're the greatest generation. So. Oh, they they, well, I, I, they you, didn't have to eat Sometimes pussy. you try to get them out of the room up front. Like I yeah. was at Charlie Goodnight's years later and I was mm-hmm. headlining and a preacher was there with his daughter. Yeah. And then the guy that owned it, now the guy from Helium, Helium owns yep. it, but the owner before was like, can you just this show? I go, no, I gotta get him out. Yeah. So I just went out and I just said pretty much everything I could the for them to stand up and leave. Wow. And yeah. they did leave. And yeah. then did your eyes, like, did you become more at peace? Do you know what I'm saying? Like with the audience, you no, I was a, it backfired, and then the whole place <laughs> hated me. Yeah, such a weird. Yeah, one of, one of the first uh, headliners I ever saw actually do well was uh, Tracy Morgan in Kansas City. Him. But there was a, I don't know if they just showed up randomly to the club, but it was like a Friday or Saturday night show, and there had to be a 75 year old couple, maybe even older, white couple in the front row, and. I just remember looking at him, being like, oh, they're going to hate this. Mm-hmm. And the comic that went up before him was pretty dirty, and like they just kind of sat there stone-faced. Like, And then Tracy Morgan came out and immediately started fucking. 
I think you at the wrong show. <laughs> and he's like yeah. giving him shit about, you were probably supposed to go to dinner theater or something. Yeah. And they kind of laughing. And then he, he started doing a bit about fucking chicks in the ass. Oh. And then oh. He, he. That usually opens things up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he turns to the old guy and he's like, you ever fucked around with the ass? The guy just goes, big thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole crowd started laughing. He was like, my man. And then the next. 40 minutes of his act was him just getting verification from the old dude that oh, they were the same. It's the best. And the old guy was just loving it. Like, I don't know why we're here, but this is fantastic. He says things to gross me out. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I love eating pussy and the discharge. I like it when it dries so I can crunch on the discharge. <laughs> Ew, and you're like, oh my, oh my yeah, gosh. I remember when I was living with Fat James. <laughs> That's my biggest he was fear. My, he, was, he was my best friend for a month. And he would call <laughs> Fat James Cookie. That was the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, where's Cookie? Well, bet. Oh, Get on over here. Like Fat James. <laughs> God rest his soul. God yeah. rest he died. We were telling stories about him earlier. Yeah. Oh, I missed him. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Anyway. Why? I didn't like him. Oh, you didn't? He, I got him on a sketch. He was mean to TV. me. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was good. He loved yeah, I loved. I loved that guy. He what always, happened? He, always, he, he was just mean to me. He, he basically thought this was an actual fraternity and that when I got a job here, I was the freshman and it was his duty as the king of the castle to make sure I got hassled all the time. He wasn't the king of the castle. But no, believe me, he, believe he thought me, he, he was. No, I know. Okay. I, I was well aware and I, I wouldn't do any of the stuff he said. And so it was endless like, you got to go get carnies for everybody. I'm, like, I'm not going to go do that. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, I'll talk, to, I'll talk to Dean. We'll see if you have a job. I'm like, all right, oh, go talk to him. And so he did that for six months. And then I started basically being like, hey, listen, man, go fuck yourself. And then Ari started doing the, my, my impression of Fat James where he'd be eating. Oh, or, the uh, meanest thing he'd, I've he'd ever walk seen. in on, <laughs> what was it? His wife uh, cheating on him. Uh, and then he'd start, he'd start eating ice cream and whatever. And Fat James said, oh, it's pretty funny. And then, uh, and then I watched Fat James go up in front of Mitzi, and that was just one of my favorite moments ever. Why? Boy. How bad? He opens up with the, you ever been in line behind one of these old ladies doing the grandma shuffle? And then oh my he's God. doing his impression of an oh old lady God. walking slowly, and you just hear, Light get him off. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fat James gets all this, I got a response out of her. I think I'm probably going to get passed. And it was uh -huh. like, dude, you'll be lucky. He were worked you, here like a month more. And were you there when Louis C.K. showcased for Mitzi? I don't think so. He did a minute, and you could just hear, light him. Get rid of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he had already had an HBO special. Wow. Yeah. And so you could see a bunch of people Heartless. say to her, Yeah. No, he, he's good. HBO. Yeah. yeah. Said, I don't care. Light him. <laughs> oh, my God. If she didn't get it, she didn't get it. Didn't that get was it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was shocked that she liked me ever. One of my favorite things with Fat James was for we did an intervention for Mitzi because she wouldn't let us hire anybody to help her in the house, like right. like nurses. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was crazy. So we Paulie's like, "Dude, we're gonna do an intervention." I'm like, "All right, you know." So he tells me, "Be there at this time." I get there and Fat James is sitting on the bed with Mitzi. I'm like, "Why the fuck <laughs> is there a door guy yeah. sitting here?" And hey, he's Mitzi. like, "You know, Mitzi," and he's like rubbing her. You hair. like John Belushi? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback. Sorry, that's a callback. Sorry. Yeah, because earlier uh, he he would make Rick come over. <laughs> you, know, you know who else would do that? Who? Ahmed Ahmed. What? Oh, he'd go over to Mitzi. Yeah, you go to Mitzi, yeah, yeah. and he's like rubbing her feet. Yeah, yeah. but not yeah. like that. Like Multiple he wouldn't people. get involved with her health 
Oh, shit. Right, that was right, different. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. was that weird. was kissing up for spots yeah, and trying to Ahmed maybe knew, be a boyfriend. No, Ahmed knew Mitzi like really yeah. liked him. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember they her putting other, yeah. makeup on. What, and she's like, Ahmed's coming and she's shaking and she's got a fucking <laughs> eyeliner in her eye. And I'm like, let me do that. <laughs> literally, like I could just see blood. Oh, you know, I was like, God. no, 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 let me do it. Yeah, there's multiple people who are like, yeah, so the first time I showcased, uh, I thought it was going to go really well, but unfortunately, Ahmed, Ahmed was sitting next to me. Mitzi and she wasn't paying attention. She really oh. did have a crush on him. Yeah, I remember that's what people said. When In Ahmed's defense, he never slept with I him. have my grossest Mitzi story. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, uh, Paulie goes, dude, you got to come to my house for um, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> so I sit next to Mitzi and then um, I hear this. And I look at the table. Her foot is making, her toenails are hitting against the fucking table. Yeah. Oh my making God. a noise. <laughs> oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> And I was looking down at her yellow, like, you know how they used to yeah. curl? They were like Wolverine toenails. <laughs> and, were, yeah, and I was just like, I couldn't eat. I, I just, <laughs> Polly, I gotta go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. Oh. It's so awful, but it's real. I know. <laughs> it was awful. Don't touch the toenails. They're perfect. <laughs> Oh. I've never done a Thanksgiving there. That's one of my uh, saving graces. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I never I was never invited to that. Uh, I did. Quite she used a to few. ask me if you, I had some yeah, drugs did, right? she yeah, could yeah. take. She was like, "You have anything good I could take? I gotta go to the Polly's for Thanksgiving." <laughs> she wanted to get all doped good. up. Yeah, she would. She did not. <laughs> yeah, I did Thanksgiving. I, I think you were there with Polly's bodyguard a couple times. With Ter- oh, Big Terrell. T, that was awesome. Oh, I ran into Big T. I love him. He's, He's the, the best. best. He's he the best. Where'd you see him? I was in Atlanta, and he was just in the fucking. He was. He's now. Um, he's a body god for like, Flowrider or something. Yeah. And they were playing. I know he was working for like Alicia Keys for a while. Yeah. And stuff. And I know and he was he on the. He picked Kanye me West up board. when he saw me. No, he was in Phoenix. Yeah. He picked me up like I was like a trophy. Yeah. yeah. He started right. like just showing me to everybody in the hotel. <laughs> see how easy it is yeah. to and beat was, you up. <laughs> He's six nine, <laughs> and he weighs like five thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah big he, dude. he's a big dude, right? <laughs> yeah. yard, yard and a half a yeah. dick. Uh, but I, I love that guy. I he's got nicest. like kids and stuff now. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's got two white kids. And That's a, hilarious. A beautiful white wife, you know, yeah, killing white it. In there. He, uh, nice. <laughs> I was in, I was in uh, Dayton, Ohio. I think. Yeah, I was at Wiley's in Dayton with Paulie and Caparillo, and me and Terrell had to share a room. Because we were the, I was the lowest level comedian. So Cap gets his own room. Me and Trail in the other room. I was like, I don't care. But one night, uh, we got done with the show, and Caparillo was talking to these girls, and one of them was a big fan. She's like, "You guys got to come over to this bar with us." And we were just like, "Yeah, all right." Like the two le- least cool guys with girls. Yep. We're just like, "Yeah, we'll we'll totally come over." So we're like, hey, uh, we'll see you guys later. We're going to go meet these girls. And Trail's like, hell yeah, dog, go get them. <laughs> so we go to this bar and we walk in and it's these girls and their boyfriends and all of their friends. And I was just like, motherfucker. We hung out for like 10 minutes. I'm like, we got to get the fuck out of here. I'm not just hanging out with people to be friends. I thought these chicks were dumb enough to sleep with us. And so we leave and we stop and we get Wendy's and uh, go back to the hotel. And we get there and Cap's like, all right, have a good night. He's like, oh, okay. So I walk back and open my <laughs> the hotel door open, and Terrell has got this little white girl that worked at the. She might have been a normal size, but compared to him, she was a little white girl right. that worked at Wiley's Comedy Club, and he's just drilling it. And I mean, like so much P 
penis. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like horribly. I was, uh, uh, and he was like, sorry, bro, forgot to lock the door. I'm like, no worries. <laughs> so I walk and I go and I knock on Cap's door. I'm like, hey, uh, is it cool if I hang out in here? Because uh, Terrell's fucking that chick from Wiley's. And he's like, all right, but when we're done eating, you got to go. And I'm like, oh, Immediately okay. kicks you out. So I, I eat my food and then I go down. I sit in the lobby. And then my phone blows up, and it's Terrell. It's like 30 minutes later. He's like, bro, I'm done killing it if you want to come hang out. <laughs> and he's like, all right. Open a window. <laughs> <and I'll laughs> <downstairs." laughs> Is there a fan? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> they walked down. I'm like, hey, man. He's like, sorry about that, man. I realized you walked in right when I was putting a yard and a half of dick up in her. <laughs> oh, like, yes. wow. Yeah. We were there in Columbus it. when those two girls were in the tour bus with us, and yep. she had to blow everybody. Oh. Were you there? So Polly and I meet these two girls, and I felt this is the first time and the last time I ever felt so bad for <laughs> first a girl and last. because not only do they have to hook up with us, so after we're done, mm-hmm. right? He points to the girl and goes, "You do him too," and it was Warlock. <laughs> Oh, yeah. right. so she had to blow Warlock. Warbuds, Warbuds, Warbuds. Oh my God. I almost said, no. <laughs> you don't have to blow him. <laughs> no, it's cool. <laughs> oh oh my God. Because he looked like go- he's Gollum's body. Yeah. You know, he's like skinny arms, man. big belly, and yeah. just kind of really greasy. And it had the war breath. Yeah. That was the special oh, thing. The Budweiser. cigarettes and the Budweiser. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see Warlock when he was Never on his day job? Close. No, oh, he was House known by Roger. It yeah. was the best. It was like seeing like one of those sitcom twin characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Fonzie's nerdy cousin. He had like glasses on his hair, was pressed. Like, yeah. He looked like Ned Flanders during the day. Yeah. And then like put on his war costume to walk across the street. Uh, I was like, is Warlock here? They were like, who? Yeah. He works in accounting. Do you mean Roger? Roger. He, was like, that's his name. <laughs> he had like one of those old machines, like tick, 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 adding paper. <laughs> he had like one of those green hats and he's taking out ticker tape. <laughs> he was a totally different dude by day. Yeah, I remember getting, he. I had, it was his birthday and he's like, hey, let's go to the House of Blues and get steaks. I'm like, all right, cool. That sounds good. So we went over there. He had to be on this, he was work Roger. So yeah. like everyone knew him as the accounting guy. Yeah. And then like he'd, they'd walk away and then it'd be like that you'd see the evil like, just yeah. flow back into his body. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, so great. Good to see you. Thanks. Yeah, loving my birthday. I would fucking kill that pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you would, Warlock. Well, I got to go, guys, but thanks so much for having me. Thank, thank you, Bobby. Thanks for interrupting. I mean, uh, was, coming down. Yeah, wanted to say hi. That's all. <laughs> thank you. Watch, can we have the headphones back? <laughs> they don't really go with your poncho. I think it unplugged again. Bobby. Bye, guys. Okay. Bye, Bobby. Thank you. Go see Are if anybody's back? getting on. Yeah, I was yeah. Not, speaking about bad sets. I didn't like what I did tonight, and I get off stage and Eleanor's talking to Chris Rock in the back row. Yeah, oh. that's the worst feeling. Where you're just like, I don't want to shoot hoops in front of Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah, I just want to practice basketball. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like, were doing great though. Yeah, it doesn't. I didn't like what I did though. Yeah, but Chinese food in the old Chinese box. <laughs> you know what it was? I saw the light, and I worked on one essence of the bit where I slowed something down, and then there was eight more minutes of a bit. But I was like, I know that eight minutes works. So now I start doing something else and just talking. And I'm like, oh, I'll flow into this bit. But then I left chunks of that bit out because I know that works. Then the light came on. And I'm like, what am I going to do in three minutes? Because when it's early spots, I'm so much more respectful of the time. I will not go 30 seconds over. Because if the first three comics do three minutes over, now you're a whole set behind. Right. Yeah. So it's like. You're thinking too much about others. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? So then I get off and I'm like, Chris Rock just gives me a look like, how'd that guy get passed? No, he did. First of all, he walked in a little bit 
after, like maybe a minute after you got the light, because we were talking in the front, you know, when you walk up. Uh, and then uh, Ali Wong, I guess they told him Ali's going to go on first. And then he was talking to Curtis in the back. He wasn't even... Yeah. In all, all right, honesty, and he Chappelle wasn't was even not paying, in the room, right? No, and he wasn't no. even paying Perfect. attention. No offense. Like, it wasn't intentional. <sighs> he was setting up when he's going to go on. Perfect. And literally when he sat down, I walked in the room. He had just sat, and da- sat down. And then you were this next person, and you were bringing up Allie. Wonderful. They, so it was like that quick. They came up to me right towards the end of your set, and they're like, hey, uh, Chris is going to go up, and then he's going to bring up Dave, just so you know. He'll be bumped for a while. It was Dave already. Dave Chappelle was not he in the room. He was driving when I was on. in or Perfect. being oh, yeah. dropped off because Chris. Because he didn't go. Mr. Putin gave you that gun and the license yeah. to kill for <laughs> a reason. It would have been like, bam! I would have just taken him out. Yeah. Um, but I told Feng Chao. I said, "Listen, this, this isn't a problem. Just tell them both they can go up after the lineup." You know, oh, when Barris has done, when Barris has done it used one. To get in, uh, once in a while, she would get like that. Yeah. Like, you can go on uh, after the lineup. Only at the end. People would be waiting. Like, Chris would be waiting to go <clears> on. <throat> on at the end. Remember the one night Chris showed up on a Sunday? Mr. Rock, I should say. There Listen to me like I know Chris, him. your buddy. Yeah. Mr. Chris Rock. <laughs> Remember the one night you, uh, Mitzi was here and you were like, you want to go on? And he was like, yeah. And you were like, oh, there's Mitzi's here. And he was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, always terrified. Every one of them. Everybody. Every, everybody would, like I was saying that, if she was here, they would scurry. Yeah. Everybody. Oh, uh, no, We're no, the last wait. generation that knows that feeling, by the way. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I know it because I was working, but not as a comic. Yeah. You like, feel I still, the fear. I still would have fear. that fear, yeah. even if they brought her in right now. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's even a, though I know she wouldn't, like, maybe yell at me, whatever, but I... Would, I still have that fear because I had that respect for mm-hmm. her. Respect. That's what it yeah. is. And that's all it is. And that's a distinction between fear and respect. Like mm-hmm. what I was, it's like, you don't, like, I respect Chris Rock so much. I respect Chappelle so much. Yeah. I, I, I respect Mitzi Shore so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any respect for her, I guess. I just, I legitimately, I mean, she's great. What she did is great and this club mm-hmm. is great. No, it's just funny but, the way you said it. Yeah, I just, <laughs> to me, it was just like, she's Cruella DeVille. She's this scary old lady. And everyone would be like, yeah, just be careful because she'll fire you for any reason. And I'd like quit my job at a restaurant and stuff to work here for nothing. Yeah. And it's just like, what? She could put me on the streets? Yeah. But right. then like the three or four times I talked to her, I was just like, this fucking lady has no idea what the fuck is going on. Oh. And so then it was, but then every, the fifth time you talked to her, and I'm like, holy shit, she knows everything. She's you been know one thing me. she did tell me? Yes. Like, because I was her assistant for a year. I remember that. I was there and she would, oh, she treat me like literally like a dog like i'd yeah. go to get up sit back down okay what year was that because i you 2003 know, I, yeah that's when i was, it was when we here. invaded iraq i remember that's hilarious that that's because she was watching right? the news all the time the oh my god remember she would Fox watch news. that goddamn uh what's his name bill, neil bill O'Reilly. she loved o'reilly, O'Reilly. neil cavuto yeah. oh look at that smug son of a bitch she was very conservative politically by yeah. the way but um, uh yeah she was nuts with that she told me once she was like because we were talking about something she just the mask came down and she looked me right in the eye. She goes, I'm a trained actress, you know. And I went, what? She goes, I <laughs> yeah. use it to my advantage. They don't know that. And oh. I was like, oh my goodness. Mr. Wonka? <laughs> She's the Willy Wonka of comedy. <laughs> she really is. The club is all yours. Oh, I'm waiting for, what's that diners driving dives guy? That fat guy that just drives around and eats stuff? Yes. Guy Fieri? Yeah, I just want him to give me the Willy Wonka keys to that kingdom. That's Hell the yeah. job I want. I just want to drive around. I've, just, I've decided I, I just want Sajak's job. 
Ooh. Game show host, be great. Yeah, I think if we can Simple, just get him out, roll the money. It's just in. me, crowd working, a random yes. idiot American for thirty seconds. Okay, let's spin the wheel. Yeah, let's you do would this. Kill it. You would absolutely I, I do kill Jeopardy it. too, but I, I have a feeling like it would be more fun. Do <laughs> you remember when Alex Trebek came here on his birthday during the Lean Years, and he had the center booth in the main room? There's thirty people. Saturday show, Jesus. thirty people in the main room. Alex Trebek's in the middle booth, and L.A. the realist is laying away, <laughs> laying down <laughs> in the booth doing heckle laughs next to Alex Trebek. L.A. the realist. Jesus Christ. Hey L.A., you in jail, man? Get up. <laughs> All right, let me ask a real question because I need this advice and I respect both you as comics. Oh, okay. Okay, when you're deve- okay, I just put the CD out. Okay, yeah. now nobody Hollywood's not knocking on my door. I think there's material on the first CD and material on the second CD. I would love to film at some point. Perfect. Okay, so that's okay, right? Yeah. Because okay, because nobody buys them. Yeah, yeah. Then the second thing is, how do you start? Like, if nobody I were on the road. What? Nobody buys CDs. You oh, know what I'm I saying? Like, if I yeah, sold yeah. a few thousand, I consider that a huge I, I hear success. Saying. Yeah. But it's like, you know, say like the Chinese food bit for my first CD, I love it. Yeah. So in the back of my brain, I'm like, now that this, the second CD is doing well, I'm like, somebody might, and everybody's getting specials, mm-hmm. I might get to put together an hour, and I would love to do from like pizza delivery into a Chinese food restaurant, whole family theme, 20 minute chunk at the beginning of the special. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, What's the word I'm looking for? Not ethically, but as a comic, it's like you always want to generate new stuff. Like I always record my sets. There's always stuff I come up with in the moment in the OR. Because I think the OR, if your stuff's too contrived, it won't work. It, there's something about that room that makes you honest as a comedian. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm always recording and there's honest thoughts that come out in the moment that become longer bits. Right. Like it'll start as a one line, start as a thought, weave into a bit. Got That's it. how everything I've ever done started. Great. Okay, so do you think it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Acceptable for a comedian? We got a yes, acceptable to take bits from a CD and put them in front of a film special. That's oh, not cheating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not okay. Now, that shouldn't even be a question. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, please. You also, know what you're dealing with. 100%, you are allowed to take anything that you've ever done and repurpose it for anything. Okay. Yeah. There's no problem with yours. that. You yeah. Know, you, you know. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, bands do that shit too. Bands release- Yeah, because Van Halen, you go, wait, I know this riff, and it's a different song or different- Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, uh, when you're doing- Like, if I were out on the road every weekend, and God willing, I hope that happens at some point, but you know what I mean? Like, if you have an hour, it's easier to work in new material. Yeah. But then, like, tonight, I want it- There's a bit about when my older brother called my dad Jabba the Hutt. Okay. And I have the 10-minute chunk in my brain. I told it on a podcast once, and I did it- once this summer because the vibe was just right like i don't ever go up there with a game plan because i think it shoots you in the foot i agree right but then when you have the good spots you go oh i don't want i better have some sort of a game plan right i better do good enough so i don't walk the room i better do good enough and land on time so that's extra pressure but i guess my point is how would you start working out the new 15 minute chunk in here like how can i say this i'm not i just want to explain it and it didn't work how, can how do you, you develop a longer yeah. spot? No, how do you develop your stuff? Like well, now, right now, the CD just came out, and I almost feel like I'm cheating a little bit when I'm like, "Well, I don't want to." F- I started with the pizza bit tonight because organically it started to build, and I want to do a bit about a cool kid coming over. Anyways, I, I would. I, first of all, I wouldn't ever worry about uh, what is going to happen during your set on a show that pays you fifteen dollars. Okay. If, once you get when, if someone's yeah. giving you fifteen dollars for your services, yeah, that's basically the equivalent of being like, 
do whatever you want. To me, that's what it means. I agree. And Mitzi wrote it. It's that is a workout yeah. room. The original the whole room, purpose. especially, is a workout room. Even if I even if it's a great saying. spot, I, you you don't want to. This is just like the not going a second over the thing. You don't want to ruin shit for other people. Yeah, but that's not what your career is about. Your career is about doing you, you the best you yeah. can. Okay. And fuck anyone else who's after you. If they can't fix it, it's like Tommy always used to say. Well, Rick, I need you to go in there and clean up the room. I'm putting you up after whoever. Yeah. And then I'd go up, and as soon as I got on stage, he'd turn to whoever's next and go. I need you to go and clean up the room after Angram. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I will bullshit. say this. Following you for years made me a better comic. Of course. Yeah, I mean. He's, out of everybody. I get it. Out of He's everybody. hard to follow. Hard. And that's what put me in the moment as a comic because you can't come off contrived after Rick Ingram. Right. You, 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 the audience. Audiences so are much always reality. So much yeah, but they're he smarter. He just read the audience the riot act. Like you got to. Hey, buddies. <laughs> but hey we've guys. been doing that since open mic days. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like Painter, Ingram, me. Wow. Yeah. I remember those Have sets. fun following that. Yep. It's like it's depravity. Painter. Slightly more charming depravity. Nicest guy in Hollywood. You it's kill so yourself. Tough. One little white girl. Yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> I don't even care if that's back when they let white guys play defense. <laughs> Do the shark bit. <laughs> you guys have to get Painter on this podcast. Love I to. would kill to Love get Painter to. on this podcast. He gets brought up. There's some some uh, fan of the podcast that uh, is constantly tweeting at me or at O'Neill and Dane. It's just like, where else can I find more James Painter material yeah. or impressions? I think he's allegedly coming back. Carboni says he's he's Maybe making Carboni a comeback. Maybe Carboni will bring him in. I think Christian Harloff has a blue Painter set. That I think I had Harloff on my podcast and he recorded the audio of Painter doing the blue Painter thing and he said it's the longest laugh he's ever heard. There's like a 90 second laugh. Wow. Rock hard. Um, I'm sorry. So let's let's promote your uh, your yes. album. What's uh, uh, It's called What's Up Nerds. Thank you very much. What's Up but Nerds. I love it. Uh, yeah. And it's clean. Love that. Yeah. There's no bad words because a little kid gave me the business on the first one. So now it's completely clean. I like it. I'm proud of it. Um, it's interesting to hear the differences between the first album and the second album, just in terms of what your pacing. growth is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I think the material on the first album is really good material, but I was much more of a I was much needier. Like your first album, you I was like, okay, I'm like 14 years in, 13 years in. Nobody's I don't I I wasn't even on TV at the time. I didn't have any credits. And I'm like, this has to be. And you can almost hear that desperation a little bit. Like I'm moving a, a half pace too fast. And I'm, it's not that I was working dirty, but there was word choices made that weren't necessary. Now, on the second album, I sort of like took my time. And it's really. You. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're more you now. Like you're just comfortable in your own skin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, so now when I'm do. working out the new material, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I just want to be like. Dads get their balls broken. They don't get thanked. Yeah. And they go into the job up it. Because that'll be a 15-minute chunk. Yeah. So if you do that, then... Yeah, I mean, you should definitely be working that out, especially in the OR, and not thinking twice about it or worrying about it. Okay. Yeah, because it's almost like after the CD's been done, it really is time to go back to work and start developing new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, if but then the problem is, if you haven't put anything in front of a camera... 
like uh. this is why because tonight I did a little bit of a Chinese food bit because I did it last Sunday because it was a good crowd and I was like you know what forget it I'm gonna close on this because I haven't done it in two years got it and then it's like there were beats that I dropped tonight not on purpose there were beats and certain bits I did drop on purpose because I knew they worked then there were beats on the Chinese food thing where I were using Tommy's words uh, I'm no, using okay. Tommy's oh. words it's, it's okay but you know what I mean it's like if you don't say it you lose it sometimes yeah no, I agree I agree. Like, how does this bit go? And then, is there a way you can like start if you start your set with like a shorter old bit, like you know where you can kind of lead yourself in? No, because you know work? what I do in the OR. I never, I never start with material. I oh, never have a game okay. plan in that room, and it only matters, like I said, when you have a good spot. Got it. Yeah. Like I never, yeah. ever, ever since open mic days, because I would follow Painter, I'd follow you, and it was three minutes, and it's like I want to do a twenty minute story about me and my brothers, but I have three minutes. Right. So you just go up there and talk. So in the OR tonight, I just went out and I was like, because I did look, I go, okay, I look like this baby tooth kid from Stranger Things tonight. Oh. And I got a big laugh and then I started to talk to him and I started to build something. Then I was like, where am I going? Then I was like, oh, you could do the pizza bit. But then I felt like I was cheating. So as soon as I got a big laugh of that and the audience was on my side. There's I no st- cheating. Yeah. You got you to get out of your head. There's no cheating. It's, it's your canvas to paint whatever the fuck you want on it. So that's true. And that audience, they don't know. Everyone in that audience is some asshole from Nebraska, as far yeah, as yeah. But concerned. I think sometimes I'm cheating myself. I mean, maybe. But it's How like f- it's it's like I understand Rogan being like, I just filmed the special, and now I can't do any of these bits. Yeah. Because a million people probably watched him do yes. all those bits. So that's cheating himself, I guess, or whoever. But now, also, if you are at Rogan's level. Like I had, I never asked Joe this because I would love his opinion. I've seen Gabriel Iglesias do this and he has a million fans. He'll do his new hour. But then he'll also do greatest hits after that. And I think that's a great way to go through it because like if I'm a, a fan of a comic, there are certain things I would love to see yeah. live. Like, it's like see I want it, it both. Mm-hmm. I want I want I want to definitely give me something I've never seen before. That's yeah. you. But then it's like, I kind of wish uh, he did that. Like, like, like when Dice would do nursery rhymes. Yeah. Sure. I kind of wish he would or do that. Or if we went upstairs right now and watched yeah. Chappelle do the baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That would be epic. Like, yeah, that's like a big thing. Hey, I get, get it. off the street, baby. <laughs> I was like, what is he? Bit. Oh, yeah. That's such a great, great bit. bit. It's one of my favorite bits. Uh, yeah, it's cool. so, so silly. Where, where can they get your album? Is it on iTunes? Yeah, it's on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. Both albums? Uh, both albums are on iTunes, but I know the new ones on Google Play and Amazon. I don't know the okay. first one. I don't know. And you have a podcast, right? Yeah, it's called Good Times. Both of you guys have been on it. You yes. nailed it. Yeah, I still get harassed from Joe Rogan fans for telling a story about calling Joe gay, and like Why? someone took a clip from Steve's podcast and they just edited Steve out, and it's just <gasps> me being like, "So I called Joe Rogan gay," and said the thing, and then they posted on some fan page, and then uh. They obviously Joe Rogan fans went to it, so I just started. I don't even remember you saying that. It was just like a random story where I was like talking about how I used to be really disrespectful to people just because I was just an angry young drunk person. Yep. And uh, and like, well, you treat others the way you feel right, about yeah. yourself. Yeah. You said angry, and that's so. Yeah, I just I, w- I was supposed to go up, and then Joe ended up doing like a two hour set, and so it was one of those nights where it was rare, but the crowd wasn't 
really into it. And like it seemed like he just kept going more because he wanted to get bigger laughs and he wasn't getting them. And he was doing fine. Yeah. Like, you know, he was doing better than most comedians ever will. But yeah. uh, I was still just angry because I was supposed to go up and now it was like one in the morning and right. everyone was leaving. And uh, so I went up on stage and I, I made some jokes about how uh, he was gay and all all he wanted to do was do push-ups and blow dudes <laughs> or something. Because uh, you were pissed. Yeah, because I was just oh, pissed okay. off. And then I got off stage and Joe basically gave me the business kind of just like, what the fuck? I didn't, I've never done anything mean to you. And I'm the nicest like, guy in the world. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just I, was I give angry. Fat James 100 for watching my car. <laughs> yeah. Oh my He'd give the bartender 100 for keeping the ice cold. Yeah. <laughs> Good guy. Yeah. But then the, the chop up is just like, Joe Rogan's gay. I think Joe Rogan's gay. And oh. It's just like so thanks oh, to people like, fuck you. That's all. People are dicks. And, and then someone's like, where is this from? And whoever was uh, that posted it was like, it was from some uh, some podcast. And then someone was like, what podcast was it? I'd love to hear the whole interview. And he's like, it's not important. Oh, really? They didn't even. Son of a bitch. I was just like, this motherfucker. They threw you under the bus. Yeah. And so then people hit me up. I'm like, yeah, listen to it. It's on Steve Simone's podcast. And, uh, I think it's the only one I'm on. So Ugh. it's it's fine. You can go listen to it. There's more to it. And then people be like, oh, I listened to it. It's, it's, not, it's not the same when there's another person talking. Yeah. It's like the beginning of Running Man with Schwarzenegger where they edit everything to make yeah. it look a certain way. And it's Steve, even after I get to tell the story, he's like, wait, do you and Rogan have a problem? I'm like, no, we're fine. It's yeah. that, that was that one night. That was it. <laughs> yeah, because plus it, this place is family. Yeah. Like, say whatever you want about the comedy store. It's yeah. one giant dysfunctional family. Oh, and my God. There's yeah. nobody you treat worse than your own family. That's For right. Because sure. you know there's a forgiveness there. That's yeah. it. Forgiveness. It's the truth. I don't know where I got that. Uh, oh, where, where, uh, you're on Twitter. You're on Facebook. Yeah, at Steve Simone. Uh, Spell it for him. S-I-M-E-O-N-E. There you go. Uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but yeah, the CD's out. The podcast is good times. I love to have you guys both on it. And thank you for letting me hang out. I'll yeah, do it man. again. Thank you so much yeah, for doing you. this. This was fun. I'm sorry so Bobby fun. interrupted. These you know are, what's so great? Favorite. Bobby came in. It was the best. Made it so much funnier because I just don't never know what to say. And then we're in the basement of the comedy store where Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle went back to back. Yeah. yeah. Like you can the hear greatest it. comedy insane. club yeah. in the world. Yep. And I'm just so grateful to be here. <laughs> yes, yeah. guys. Come see a show, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we, we are literally buried underneath the greats. Um, thanks for listening, guys. I'm Rick Ingram. I'm Eleanor Carrigan. Our guest was Steve Simone. Come check out our show, 8433 Sunset. Thanks, guys.